0: Um, we're recording. <clears throat> Let's go. Uh, well, how was your week? How's your week been, bro?
1: Bro, dude, I've been. You know much fucking material I got out of this week, bro. I've been living. I've been living.
0: Oh yeah, I saw some. Um, I saw you post some things on your story and stuff. I saw you've been out partying. You got to see like your friends from back home finally.
1: Yeah. Uh. Yes. That was also. That was awesome that was great um i'm going to need you to do the intro cuz i've just been i've been on like a, when did we last we recorded a week ago today right so yeah i've been i've been on a 6 night bender so i'm it's really i'm trying to be on right now like the amount of material i have for this episode is insane um but i don't know how to i have so much notes i don't know how to start or how to get into it um but i have story time this is going to be story times with ass this week okay i've got some some, (laughs) yeah i've got some fucking stories okay um but how are you how was your week
0: my week's been pretty good um sorry about that i had a chug in my mouth um um, yeah, mine's been pretty good. I took a break from uh, weed this week, so I haven't smoked since, like, I think last Monday or Sunday, um, but I think probably the day we recorded. Uh, so I've been drinking four whiskey Cokes every night, but it's been great. It's been great.
1: Good for you, man.
0: No, I mean, that's that's really about it. Nothing terribly exciting.
1: I mean, I haven't been, because I've been living a life, I have not been up to date on anything that's been happening has oh, yeah, any news <laughs> has any crazy shit happened this week internationally should i turn this light off as well i feel like it's bright as fuck the, the one light back here.
0: behind you yeah um, no i feel like it's fine it's adding some light to the room so it's good okay um yeah you know it's actually it's been there's been some fun stuff not actually a lot of crazy crazy like um like crazy international news not that i know of uh I did just see that Netanyahu, the president or the prime minister of uh, Israel, is today they're 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 voting to oust him. Um, and he's kind of like the crazy force behind all of this shit with the Palestinians. So, you know, maybe that'll be improving the situation if he does get ousted.
1: No, let's be real, bro. It doesn't matter <laughs> if he's ousted or not.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Um, but yeah, it's been, you know, I haven't not a lot of news. I've just seen this week. I've just seen a lot of like a cancel culture striking again at stupid shit
1: who like, do they try to, who do they try to get
0: well, one thing that really genuinely got on my nerves was uh South Park, like just randomly, this bitch tweeted about how South Park, like anybody who likes South Park, is it to be trusted and South Park is problematic and da 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 da. And it kind of went like semi viral and it like came across my timeline and all these people are talking about how South Park is just like, just like to watch it is indicative of some kind of inner evil. And I'm like, you pussies, first of all, you pussies are the reason why South Park is funny. It's literally about you, you cry baby bitch. Like, but also just the, like girl we're talking about south park this is legitimately a, like a 20 minute long cartoon they make at like butt jokes dick jokes and it's made with little pieces of paper there's a character that is literally a turd okay so it's like what and, are we and, what and are we a, doing
1: there's a heroin addict towel
0: yeah i forgot about tally yeah
1: <laughs>
0: like it's yeah so i just i've just seen i've been seeing a lot of that i mean i've been kind of avoiding i haven't really been online like as much this week um been kind of trying to slack off on that and the weed to addictions. Um Yeah. I've done a lot of painting this week. I just, I did finish a, uh a commission uh piece. Everybody can go find it on my Instagram, Alex J. Prod Neom. Uh, it's like the tale of the three brothers from Harry Potter.
1: Yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Fuck. Yeah. yeah also one. Yeah. And the South park thing is hilarious because they've been, People have been trying to cancel South Park forever. And right. the the actual government of China tried to cancel South Park and it still didn't work. That's so hilarious. And, I didn't
0: didn't one million moms have a campaign against South Park at one point.
1: Maybe I'm sure I don't know off the top of my head. But I'm sure I'm sure that's
0: honestly, that is exactly how, you know, South Park is just fucking legendary when it when when people every few years is a group of people wanting to get your shit shut down. That's when you know you're doing something good.
1: That's how, you know, they're actually funny um, mm-hmm. and they're actually making points because it's getting under people's skin um, and. Yeah because the truth hurts. Which and, imagine
0: I just don't understand what is going on. Like what lack of anything going on in your life do you have to have to genuinely be like upset and, and up in arms over something like South Park? Like do you have anything to do?
1: Or yeah, and how it's how they're going to judge someone completely based on if it's like on on the on the t- TV, if they walk in the house, like that tells them everything they need to know. It's it's so shallow and so um, it's so stupid. It's so funny It really funny. is.
0: It really is. And for the record, South Park is one of the funniest fucking shows. Like, period. It's just one of the best. It's, it's... the
1: funny, it's one of the funniest cartoons of all time. It, and it's, it's the it's reason goated. it's holding Comedy Central. It's keeping it alive. And it's the reason it's been on the air. Mm-hmm. I think it's like 22, 23 seasons. So
0: yeah. I love it. I think it's hilarious. But um, oh, I did also. You know, I'm starting to wonder if I might be a libertarian. That, so that's been a fun thing this week. I've kind of been, I keep seeing libertarians say things that I agree with. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder. Because like when you read the libertarian, like the party, uh, like what the party stands for, it sounds kind of fucking crazy. But there's not an actual, because mostly it's like no government at all. We don't want any government involvement in anything ever. Which obviously I feel like every, everybody knows we want the government to be involved sometimes at least. Um so I always kind of thought they were just like crazy anti-government nuts. But I keep seeing people uh, say stuff that like kind of makes sense. They're also I did see this tweet. I ended up following like the Libertarian Party of like Wisconsin or something because they had this tweet. It goes McCain's brain tumor saved more lives than Anthony Fauci. And I thought that was the funniest fucking shit.
1: That is pretty funny. But yeah. I'll, I'll say this, bro. Just because you agree with someone. Doesn't mean you are in the same category as them, mm. and also the propensity for people to label themselves and be like, "What am I? What am I?" Like that's just confining yourself to whatever the fuck um, other people who identify as that mm. would claim. So don't get caught up in the whole labels thing. Yeah, conservative, liberal, libertarian. uh Don't give a fuck about that. Okay. Also. Be careful, because if you go full blown libertarian, every libertarian that I've known, mm. this is what they, this is the uh, this is the the path that it usually takes. Right. They're in the center and they're like not they don't know really anything about politics and they're trying to have an open mind. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Then they go. They they either go liberal or conservative. They go either one. Then they read some literature and they swing the other way. And then they read some other literature and they go into the center. Then they read some more literature, go libertarian. And then they go full either Marxist or anarchist from there. Yeah. So it's like libertarian is always the step before uh, anarchism or like anti everything. Mm. So, so just be careful. That's all I'm saying.
0: You know what? And as I was as you were saying that, I realized that um, I can't be a libertarian. Uh, They're one of the groups of people that are right now arguing that we should fix the labor issue by legalizing child labor. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Have you have you seen anything? This is becoming like a genuine push in politics, like Republicans and libertarians or some, you know, a lot of people are like saying that, like literally what they're saying is if you adults don't want to break your back working a shit job for little pay, we'll make your fucking kids do it (laughs) it's very strange very strange that what what is
1: is it just being talked about or is it being proposed in legislation
0: um yeah like i guess kind of being talked about being proposed i've just seen a lot of people saying it over this past week that's why i was like whoa like
1: what was the whole labor movement thing for then? Like, why do we just do that?
0: I don't know. And I mean, my thing, yo, literally there was one tweet from a, the actually it was the same libertarian account that I followed because whoever writes that shit is pretty funny. Uh, but they also had a tweet where they were like legalized child labor. A kid will learn more on a job site than he will in school.
1: He <laughs> <laughs> will. he will learn a lot about life.
0: Oh, man. So, yeah, that's yeah. Very. So I'm having a love hate relationship with the libertarians at the moment. Okay. I don't know that 14 year old should be working full time jobs.
1: Um, It could be it could be like you said, it could be a good learning experience.
0: It could be like I got my first job when I was 15, um, but it was a choice and it was because I wanted pocket money um, for a trip to Paris that my mom and, was paying for and she just wasn't giving me pocket money for it. So and was it
1: 40 hours a week?
0: No, it was, it was like 12, 15 hours a week. And I also, uh, it was, I was, it was as a seamstress. And so I was also doing it for training because at the time I thought I wanted to be a fashion designer. So like, there were a lot of reasons that went into me getting that job and I definitely wasn't overworked. I was underpaid, but I wasn't overworked.
1: so, So this is the, this is the path we're going down, right? Um, kids since everything, all education is on zoom and they're not really learning anything and everyone knows they're not learning anything. Right. Yeah. They're going to be like, Hey, since you go to school from home, you can also work from home. Mm -hmm. And this is better learning experience than you ever would get in the classroom. Mm -hmm. So the learning experience is you're now a slave. (laughs) And, and, and these are the slave rules. So, so, so this is where we're going. We're going to mass farm the youth of this country and dude, thank God we made it out at the actually perfect time.
0: We really like, did bless these we, kids that are still in school, bro. Dude.
1: Our timing is impeccable. God bless our parents. <laughs> for fucking conceiving us in, in, in spring or winter yeah. or spring 1998,
0: because bro, like, we, we we managed to get we managed to skip past the critical race theory in schools. We managed to skip past the like Marxism in schools. We're just we managed to skip past all of it. We were yeah. like we had we had the last normal educational experience in America. True. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: It wasn't great. I'm not going to say it- but but it wasn't fucking bonkers.
0: Yeah. To, I, I at least didn't have teachers telling me that I was oppressed and my white friend was oppressing me. I at least didn't have that.
1: Yeah. You see, you see Brady? You see Brady over there?
0: <laughs> that this white kid, slug fuck.
1: <laughs> this guy is the reason for all of your problems. Yeah. <laughs> Punch him in the face right now.
0: By the way, speaking of online classes, I'm glad you said that because the um uh Right now, there's a race happening for mayor of New York. I'm pretty sure it's mayor. I want to say it's mayor. Um, and one of the front runner, right? He's this black guy. He is an ex-cop and he's a conservative. Um, so I was kind of getting interested in what he maybe would have to say. Uh, he just recently said that now with new technology, we don't even need classrooms at all. And a teacher can teach one or 200 students at a time on Zoom. Bitch. Dude, dude. dude. I didn't even know that story. Dude, this I was the, just dude, like This is the reason
1: our podcast will never take off, Justin, because all of the, every time I try to make a joke, it's actually fucking happening.
0: It is. It's the world life is just funnier. I really could believe that nigga said that though. For real, I was like, what? Like you you really are proposing we have a teacher teach 200 kids at a time on Zoom? Listen, bro, the guy is you
1: said he was black? Yeah. This guy but he's conservative. This guy knows how to balance a checkbook, okay? He's like, okay, you know how much fucking money we could save if we just repurposed or, like, tore down all these fucking public schools that we have? Yeah. And and, and kids just stay at home. And And we just have
0: 20 teachers for the entire state of New York.
1: We have 20 teachers, and every single person just becomes a mindless drone with no social skills, so they're willing to be enslaved. It's literally the perfect setup. It's economical, and it's resourceful.
0: It is. It is truly like. I mean, if anybody is gonna bring back New York's economy, it'll be that nigga because he ain't spending money on shit. You ain't money no, on nothing.
1: It's a. It's a if New York City becomes a slave economy. The only ways to get work are to work at a, like, uh, have a job is work at a dispensary or be a prostitute, (laughs) Mm -hmm. or you play for the New York Knicks. And there's (laughs) no other ways to earn money besides, you know, you're already like an international mogul and you just come in and buy property and you launder money through it. Um, it's just one big Ponzi scheme. New York city is going to be empty. Like when you visit, there's going to be no one on the street. And you're like, where are all the people? Like, this is a big ass city. There's no, people. no, they're all underground and they're all working. (laughs) Yeah.
0: They're all chained
1: to a desk. They're all chained to a desk and all these penthouses are empty. There's no furniture in them. It's just money laundering shit. You know, Um,
0: I'm starting to wonder genuinely when was the last time somebody went to New York and then made it in New York?
1: Yeah, it's been. Um, it's tough right now, man. It's tough out there.
0: I mean, it's New York to me as a country boy. Okay. Already looked like just utter hell on earth, just a stinky cesspool of humanity and then coronavirus and all of that has happened. And bitch, you couldn't pay me to stay in New York for a month, frankly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a city boy as well. So I'm your, I'm your yin to your yang. Yeah. Um, I fuck with New York but living there that's that's kind of wild i'm not i'm not ready for that shit i like to visit i like to visit and i'm like
0: new york
1: (laughs) Um, yeah i would totally
0: go and like see a drag show or broadway or something
1: yeah you know frank sinatra listen to some frank by the way this is random frank sinatra is from new jersey but new yorkers are like no, nah, man. If you ask a New Yorker about someone from New Jersey, they're like, what the fuck? But then you're like Frank Sinatra. They're like fucking Frankie. He's a fucking <laughs> uh, New Yorkers are so funny, dude. But um, I love yeah. that
0: those little tiny northern state like cities and states up there like to act like they're so different. Like y'all are literally that whole chunk of coast. Y'all are the same people. Let's not act like it's like some fucking cultural jump.
1: Yeah, there's there's guidos in New York City and there's guidos in New Jersey. Like, yeah, I don't really. know what you think. I think there's more Italians, like there's more there's more ethnicity mm-hmm. in New York City than it's mostly like Italians and Irish in New Jersey. But um, oh, okay. But they're all New Yorkers. They all have the same fucking accent. God, whatever um, happened to Snooki? Snooki? I think she had a, a couple babies.
0: Oh. Oh my God! Yeah. Remember the South Park episode with Snooki? And she's like a rabbit, and she's like
2: Snooki, what? Smush, mush.
1: Yes, I do.
0: And they like the Jersey Shore people were like invading the United States. That was
1: Guidos were moving west and (laughs) just just literally destroying everything. That was so fucking good. And
0: then then I think the way Cartman if I remember correctly, the way Cartman defeated Snooky was by like talking to her like a piece of shit and slapping her around.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's like
0: he, he like, he's like, the only way to defeat
1: a, a Guido woman is to act like a Guido man. Yeah. So he would just walk up to her and be like, what's
0: up, bitch, you dirty muff bitch, and like, slap her around. You got a little something on your camera there. Yeah. yeah,
1: Yeah, I think I just fucking, I went into my Italian mode and I just started spraying. Yeah, it was something.
0: hot. It was hot from this perspective. though. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> i glad the camera's
1: not a little bit lower. POV, you're snooky and with your man.
0: Your snooky and Cartman is telling you to get your dirty muff out of his fucking face. <laughs> oh, oh my, my God. God. Speaking of boners on camera, did you see that CNN guy that had gotten caught? He like got caught Bro. masturbating. <laughs> he came back and he did this like whole 10 minute thing where he like apologized for masturbating on camera on accident.
1: Yeah. Do you think we get flagged if we play that? Cause that's hilarious. Or the audio uh, won't work. I don't know. I don't know if we'll get flagged. Bro, that was... So funny. The, yeah, that's that pretty hilarious. And the, cr- the super cringe way that the the host of the show was a woman. And she was like, so we're here to talk about this guy. And the guy's like, uh, you know me. like yeah. silly, <laughs> silly me. I'm, I'm so silly sometimes. It's like, it's like she,
0: an episode of Home Improvement.
1: <laughs> and she's like, doesn't know how to start it. Yeah. She, ta- she takes her paper and she's like okay, I guess, I'll, I guess I'll do the honors. <laughs> and the guy the guy goes, uh, unfortunately, uh, whatever, whatever yeah. he says, just super creepy and gross. And he goes, this is not in my defense, but this is a fact of the matter. Yeah. I, th- I thought my camera was off. I yeah. thought the Zoom, was- and it's like, bro, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck like, why up. Did you
0: could've gone to the bathroom. Why you had to do it right there in front of the work computer?
1: Yes, you dumb you dumb fuck. And and guess what he used his his apology for to fucking plug his book that he, he was writing. He
0: did. He did. Was- he he was like, I spent this year reflecting, becoming a better person, writing my book, buy it on Amazon.
1: <laughs> link link will be in the description. Um, it, it, it wasn't about like, it wasn't about any, I, it was something historical. Like it was on a historical event. He's like, yeah. it's about like the industrial revolution or something. Yeah. And it's like,
0: dude, what the fuck? What are you, a, was he a journalist? He worked for CNN, right? Yeah, CNN. And he had, he also, he was working for some newspaper in new york i can't remember what it was now i think it was the new york post uh yeah and that way he was on a zoom call with his colleagues at the new york post that's and he got fired from the new york post and then cnn just like put him on leave for a while just to see if like he was gonna get canceled hard enough that they had to fire him yeah i kind of almost felt bad for the guy a little bit because it was like i do believe it was an accident and you know we've all had to go rub one out at work but at the same time don't do it in the office. Like, go to the bathroom, my nigga. Dude, and fuck you. Not you.
1: Fuck this guy. I'm talking to him. Fuck you, you slimy piece of shit. And you're a cuck for apologizing on camera while smiling.
0: Yeah. While,
1: while this girl sitting across from you is just... She, in the most polite way possible, is is letting the world know you're a piece of shit.
0: Yeah. There, it was. It was one of those weird where it's like he's apologizing because he feels like he like the network, I'm sure, feels like they have to put out an apology. But you could tell he didn't think he needed he needed to apologize. He thought the shit was funny. No,
1: because yeah. And let's be real, a a a whole year or like Mm. close to a year and then you apologize after the silence like that's not you. You've had he's had time to feel bad about it in his head, but Mm. he doesn't owe any any viewers an apology he fucking owes his coworkers an apology yeah. which i'm sure he already did so this whole thing is just him going through the motions and really meaningless so it was they, you can tell they just needed to kill airtime mm-hmm. and they're like okay we're gonna fucking they're gonna make time slots for apologies now and be like <laughs> we don't really have a segment after lunch so this guy's this this guy's gonna apologize
0: we might, have, and I, you know what? I'll, I'll go ahead and say it now for all the people that are not listening. I will offend somebody one day with this podcast, and I will not apologize. I don't give a shit.
1: No, dude, fuck off. No, don't no gives a fuck. I'll, I'll,
0: if anything, listen. Also, I'll say this for the people who are not listening: if you try to cancel me, all you're gonna do is get me to be even more whatever it is you're trying to cancel me for. If I made a racist statement, you try to cancel me. That next episode is gonna be all racist statements, baby. Yeah, I'm just
1: gonna have like a piece of tape over my mouth for that episode, and I'm just gonna like let be like and let you let you like destroy both of our lives, but it'll be it'll be worth it. <laughs> It'll be worth it.
0: It's all right. Then we'll get on Joe Rogan and then he'll, you know, we'll be okay. Dude, we'll
1: be I okay. dude, I've been begging for like someone to cancel us at this point. It's it's episode like 13, 12 or 13. So like it's 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 like, come on, like, when are we gonna get canceled? Literally,
0: I mean, we named the last episode paraplegic pussy. Can somebody get mad at me?
1: Yeah, like can someone show I feel like a girlfriend when the boyfriend is like playing Call of Duty and she's just like slapping him and like hitting him <laughs> and like ma- walking in front of him naked just yeah. trying to make up an excuse to, to get attention and and nothing's happening
0: yeah oh man but yeah so that was oh uh, on the topic on, not the topic on the topic of cancel culture have you heard of this um this publication it's a weekly newsletter called hu- newsletter called humorism uh uh-uh. uh what Let me is it? I'm going to go ahead and share my screen with you. Yeah. What
2: is it? What kind of publication is it?
0: It is a weekly newsletter. Okay. Boop, boop. Okay. Yes. Come on now. Come on now. Get her down. Okay. A newsletter about labor, inequality, and extremism in comedy. Wait, is this a comedy newsletter? Yes. And you might have seen it because I think I shared it. This, oh, by the way, it's all by this one fucking twink, Seth Simmons. No, dude, I don't know.
1: I don't. You're showing me humorism, but I've heard so much about this fucking really? twink, Seth yeah. Simmons. Okay,
0: so this, right, this, who goes Nazi? And you know how I feel about people using the word Nazi uh, uh, when it doesn't need to be used. That's like, it's ridiculous. So this is about how, um, I can't even remember who, he's a fucking libertarian. Uh, Dave Smith. This is about how Dave Smith, right? is supposedly a nazi now dave smith is runs a podcast called legion, Leg- of, legion skanks. of skanks okay legion of skanks. yeah so once again just like with the with the south park thing who the fuck is this guy influencing or harming legion who- of
1: skanks what who- who's taking him seriously
0: literally only this twink right and you know and i'm not even going to go detail by detail it's a long ass article where he takes a bunch of quotes out of context he takes quotes that other people said and sticks them in here so it seems like he said them and he didn't actually say them um bunch of bullshit all to say that this guy's a nazi and then like he tweeted that he oh and then like people want him to be a president people want him to be president or whatever which he Who? jokes about running for president, Dave Smith. He jokes about it. I'm like, this thing is not running for president. Are you fucking idiotic? He's a comedian. We, we, what do you, you think he wants a job? His whole life was to not have a job. Why
2: would he want Literally. an actual job?
0: Literally. And, you know, and this was interesting to me because I didn't know anything about Dave Smith, but he just recently did an episode with Joe Rogan. Um, where they talked about libertarian politics and stuff. And I realized I was like, wow, that was another one where I was like, wow, I kind of agree with like a lot of what this guy is saying. Not everything. I don't agree with what everything that anybody says. But a lot of what he said, I was like, you're you're making sense. Now, this is the most recent article that humorism put out. (laughs) Joe Rogan already clashing with the Austin comedy comedy scene. Apparently, right, Joe, our bald bud, he had he at the creek in the cave okay he had a a bit where i guess he used faggot and tranny okay and this bitch that i guess is a co-owner of the creek in the cave decided um to walk into the green room and it tried to and, like and, educate and him,
1: him yeah give joe rogan the business
0: yeah she gave him the business at least she thought she did <laughs> yeah. and uh Okay, and here's the and here's the here's this is this is important. So Joe said, No, I want to have a real conversation. Um, and he said, um, making he was asserting that by using these slurs that in a comedy set that it takes this thing out of them. Okay. Krebs said in response that if you haven't been targeted, been the target of those words in the past, and those words haven't been used against you, you haven't been felt threatened by people who've used those words, it's not your job to worry about taking this thing out of them. Okay, now. Here's my big issue with that is that is that is not an intellectually sound statement. And I know many, many queer people and people of other groups that don't want their feelings hurt think that is an intellectually sound statement. It is not. That is not how art works. That's not how anything works. You can't fucking tell people that they're not allowed to use words or talk about topics if they don't have a level of personal familiarity with them. That's not fucking how it works.
1: Justin, Justin. okay, yeah. So to your point. If we use that logic, right, then, okay. So Quentin Tarantino, he Django Unchained, a whole movie about a slave, right? Yeah. That movie would not get made, first of all, not by Tarantino because he's white. Yeah. Secondly, it couldn't be made even by a black person because no black person alive has been a slave. Okay. So using that logic, nothing would be, nothing would be made or talked about. Mm -hmm. And for fucking, for movements and for change to happen, Mm -hmm. do you think the civil rights movement would have happened if no white people got on board? Like what, what, like- It depended
0: on white people standing in front of the angry white people.
1: (laughs) Dude, black people were saying the same shit since the end of the civil war. And it took a hundred years for white people for some white people to be like okay I'm on board with this now.
0: Yeah. Today's liberals would be like you're not allowed to say you're on board. Stop talking about it. Be you're not allowed to su- listen to the black experience.
1: Yeah, you're not allowed to support uh causes that ha- that don't have to do with you.
0: Yeah. And and okay, and then also besides the fact that this that argument is intellectually just not sound. It's just not a sound argument. Um these, I cannot stand because I'm I'm a trans person, okay? I cannot fucking stand these people speaking for me and speaking for all the, the other trans people out there that would not agree with this because some of us, myself included, appreciate hearing a trans joke. Because in my opinion, one, what Joe said is right, it takes this thing out of the word. That is how slurs become commonplace words that don't mean much anymore because we use them in comedy, okay? And also it builds bridges, okay? Because like, I know that if that, first of all, I know, I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan, so I know he's not a transphobe. And if anything, he would probably have a lot of fun and funny like things to say about trans people if a trans person were to meet him. You know what I mean? And So I just, I don't, I just have serious issue with these liberal fucking pussies speaking for all of us. Cause it's like, not most of us. I don't think maybe, maybe it is most trans people. I don't know, but I know myself and a whole lot of other ones really don't give a damn. If a comedian uses the word training, that's not what we're worried about. Okay. Like if like, what I'm more worried about is let's, let's, let's get these trans kids off the street, get them some job training and some education. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. I don't think Joe Rogan saying tranny is causing that
1: yeah and also it's such a good like you said taking the sting out of him it's such a good comedic uh tool like shane gillis shane gillis the guy who got signed by snl and then yeah. immediately got fired in a week for, for- chink
0: which by the way did you know that andrew yang said he didn't think he should be fired and people started calling andrew yang a racist for not being offended by chink
1: i didn't that's hilarious
0: yeah like what it's literally to the point where these like white liberals like demand that who they think is the victim be uh, as offended as them. Otherwise, they're not the victim. They're the racist. It's like, what?
1: Yeah, bro. I don't know if it's liberals or it's just white liberals because white liberals, there's no one that wants to speak for other people more than... Which is funny because their whole... The, their point they're trying to make is like, you shouldn't speak for other people. Yeah. But in they're hypocrites because at the same time, they're speaking for other people. But my point was with the Shane Gillis thing, right? He was talking the bit was he was talking he was quoting a, a racist character okay and mm-hmm. the point of the joke was that the guys the racist character statements were ignorant and wrong and that's why it's funny because I didn't it's, even
0: I didn't even know that was the context honestly that makes yeah, it even like stupider that people got mad
1: yeah and it's it's like that's how that to your point that's how like conversation start and people mm-hmm. start being more open is when you acknowledge ignorance and you say that shit's stupid but you can also laugh at it
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like perfect example from my personal experience right i have a uh <clears throat> two great great friends from interlocking and logan and kylie bradshaw their grandpa is a funny motherfucker every time i walk in now I am I walk into their house because we're friends we have been friends for a long time. I like friends with their grandpa, friends with their mom, their grandma. I walk into that house and I don't knock on the door. That's how comfortable we are with each other. OK, when I walk into that house, he'll look if he's home, he's a truck driver, so he's not always there. But when he's there, he'll look at me. He'll be like, it's a black guy in the living room trying to steal something. And, <laughs> and, and it's funny because I'm like, I understand that this dude loves me and he knows that I love him. He obviously doesn't think of he's not he's not a racist. He's making a joke and it's like, within that context, he's, he's, our bond is stronger because- It's we're called, ra- it's called
1: fucking rapport. Literally, cause we're both mm.
0: comfortable. And then I tell a joke about how he's like some stingy white guy who his dick probably don't work or whatever, you know, like we, yeah. it, it's banter. It's busting balls. Yeah, like. So yeah, like I that and maybe that's why I tend to have a different take than like a lot of other like Black and queer people on this because I grew up in a conservative area and I know that these like these jokes are just jokes, you know? Yeah. Because if I was in Interlock in Florida walking around being offended every time somebody said something that could be taken as racist or homophobic, bro, I would have been in a constant state of offense. I would have had a heart attack before I left high school. Truly.
1: Yeah, yeah, you would have died trying to cancel people on Twitter.
0: I, that's yeah I just wish these people would get it. Uh, also another thing about that story specifically that Joe Rogan one, the chick that got mad at him is a drag queen. A drag queen. W-
1: aren't those supposed to be like some of the most offensive performers?
0: Yeah, that's the whole uh, thing. Like, like drag has always been like they get up on supposed stage to offend you. Yeah, and they're like comedians but even worse. Like they're mean. That's the yeah. point. I'm like what yeah. that pussy? <laughs> I don't what what's her drag show look like?
1: It's just her talking about like considering other people's feelings. Literally. That's boring. not a good, that's not a good show. Yeah. yeah. And,
0: and then she like left that club. Like she left it. She's not doing her show there anymore. Right. I'm like, somehow I think that the owners of that club think Joe Rogan for this no name drag queen with, with too many feelings is a good fucking trade off, bitch. You ain't hurting nobody. Go ahead. <laughs> Go. Also, you're in Austin, Texas. You're in Austin, Texas. Okay. I know that most people in Austin, Texas don't give a damn about no racist homophobic joke. It is Austin, Texas, baby. I know mm. Austin's kind of liberal, but I know definitely the rest of Texas. Don't give a fuck about that. That was no. the funny part about the article to me was they were like Joe Rogan. The article was titled Joe Rogan Clashing with Austin Comedy Scene. I'm like, is he clashing? I, d- I feel like well, he probably go fit right in. So let, let's see who
1: uh, gets more work from now on. Right. Let's see who gets booked at that creek in the cave more. Joe Rogan or the no-named drag queen.
0: And you know what the sad part is? this, Because not only did she have this, it would have been one thing if this conversation had happened with Joe Rogan and we found out about it from a third party. She had that conversation with Joe Rogan, tweeted about it, purposefully misspelled his name so that Joe wouldn't see the tweet, which is like, okay, you pussy, at him. If you feel that also,
1: also, if you want to get clout, that's not how you do it. You fucking and she's like
0: she's like calling for people to boycott. She's calling for comedians to not go to the club again. And I'm like, see, this is all you trying to start your career that never got started in the first place. It's very blatant.
1: Yeah, it's 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 honestly pathetic, bro. It's bad. It
0: is pathetic. And I'm sorry, but as a drag queen, if you're walking around being sensitive about a tranny joke, okay, fucking get over it. You're supposed to be telling the tranny jokes. You're a drag queen, bitch. Yeah. But get the fuck over it. Yeah. And, oh, and by the way, <laughs> so I went and that guy, right, that wrote that, that writes that newsletter. Seth. Uh, yes, I went and tried to, because he's supposedly a comedian, right? Is he? I thought he was, okay. Supposedly, this is the only thing that I could find this guy doing.
1: Who supposes?
0: That's what he's supposed to be. Like that's what No, uh, that's,
1: but but who who claims that?
0: Him, the people that write about him? Okay. Oh, 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 oh. Hold on. I'm about to project. This
2: is a spoken bird. It's called bird.
1: Eagle, eagle, eagle. Thank you.
0: That last one was a mockingbird imitating an eagle. So that's the authority on what's funny. (gasps) That is who we're looking to. Go no further. That guy, he is tapped in. He knows what you can giggle at. He knows the experts in funny the experts in extremism and comedy. Oh, I searched for like 20 minutes. That is the only performance of his I could locate like,
1: okay. So, so this is what, this is what Tim Dillon claims. And I don't know, but I, based on anecdotal evidence that you just provided, I I think it's true. Oh shit. My lights off. Uh, Okay. So comedy writers, can you hear me?
0: Yeah. um, You can't you can't hear that music in the background, can you? Mm OK, great. Comedy
1: writers like people who review comedy and shit like that. Yeah. They're just they're just failed comics. Just just like art critics. They're, they're failed artists.
0: Literally, I just I have like I, I honestly genuinely can't stand people who come for creative people and don't make anything themselves. Because if you think it can be done better, make it. Like fucking make it like me as a trans black person. Right. I want to see more uh, representation. I want to see more black people. I want to see more queer people. Okay, so as somebody who wants to write books and comic books and do animated features, I'm just going to do that myself. And I'm not going I'm not getting mad because Disney doesn't have enough niggas in it. I'm just putting niggas in my shit. (laughs) Like and if you and if you can't make shit, shut the fuck up. You don't know what yeah. you're talking about. I mean, it's yeah. like somebody not being a do- somebody who's not a doctor talking about how to have a fucking heart surgery. Bitch, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, everybody, everybody go look to that guy. For what's funny.
1: Seth Simons, dude, that was great. I, I've heard so much about him, but I never saw his work. And wow when you, when
0: you just even just scrolling through and reading the titles of this newsletter it's like holy shit! this dude is just convinced that everybody that's actually funny is a nazi
1: how does this guy like pay his bills like that's what i always wonder when i see people i don't like know. This. it's like it's like I, he has to be a trust fund kid because how he, do people how do people how do you how do you convince a company that you have skills that like produce them
0: money he honestly looks like he works at Arby's. Like I ain't even gonna lie. Like he's just like Can you this pull up a picture? Something. Yeah, let me see if I can find a picture. Um, and what is his name again? I already forgot a relevant piece of shit. Seth Simons. Yeah, Seth Simons. Like when I tell you this guy, I won't even say it. I won't even say it. I'll let you, I'll let you draw your own conclusion. Here we go. No
1: way. Is this him? Oh, my God. That's
0: the funny guy. That's him.
1: I'm trying to think what he looks like. He looks like...
0: He looks like the next theater shooter. That's what he looks like. He looks like... (laughs) He looks like the next in a long line of white boys that can't get pussy and will make everybody pay for it.
1: Yeah, he looks like the way that he, his strategy to to getting the female gaze is he just goes to girls that have boyfriends and he asks them, like, what, like what's your boyfriend making you mad about, you know? And then he just wants to talk to him about how bad their boyfriend is. And he thinks that's the route. Like, that's eventually gonna lead to something um
0: he looks like he looks like him and two fat girls did spoken word poetry at every poetry slam in his high school that's what he looks like
1: he looks like every single day when he wakes up he tweets hashtag believe all women (laughs) so yeah
0: what a fucking jerk off and that that's it i mean you know this guy supposedly comedian but the only thing he does is talk shit about other comedians like
1: Yeah, it's avant-garde though. Mm, Yeah.
0: (laughs) And I'm sorry, but
1: go ahead. I I was just gonna I was making a point that just a joke that um a lot of people that say they're avant garde is just Mm. an excuse to have something that's shit. Um, Literally, but but that was that was it.
0: I mean you ever see did you see that? Um I think actually you might I'm pretty sure you did see it that like avant-garde, uh it was like a year ago. It was a fashion shoot. I can't remember for what brand, but like women were wearing each other as backpacks. Dude.
1: Yes. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. <laughs> that Just, was... It was, it was, it was like, it looks like they were in, doing jujitsu, but the girl, one of the girls face was in the other girl's crotch and she was strapped upside down to her chest. Like that was so funny.
0: I'm trying to see if I can find it because it's just like too it's too crazy to not. One, one
1: second. Hold on. The the owner of my podcast studio wants to talk right now. So can you pause real quick. Yeah, I got you. Thank you. I'll be right back. It's a huge meeting. OK. And where is that? Thanks. Thanks. The owner of the, the studio that I work at is kind of an asshole and she was uh, she was giving me shit about not being up to date on my rent but I told her she'll get it next month
0: oh, but yeah she um, sounded like a lovely lady
1: she she's silver tongued that's her thing like yeah. when you meet her you're like oh this is a nice lady and then once you start do, going into business with her then things get messy you know but
0: I pulled this up for you while you were gone
1: Dude! Oh my God! Yes! Zoom in! Look
0: at that! Zoom in! She is all up in the cheek. Can I zoom in? You can maybe double click it. I got so many tabs open. I was doing research. (laughs) Wow! Fashion. (laughs) This is it, folks. This is it.
1: This is avant garde.
0: Yeah. Look, there's another. This one right under it.
1: Yeah, steps. <laughs> how is that not cancelable? Okay, first of all, how it looks is that... like his
0: head's coming out of her ass.
1: <laughs> it looks like yeah, it's a like reverse birth. It's a POV. If you take the image and like flip it, it looks like a grown woman oh, giving oh. birth to a to a man. But oh. um, my, dude, my
0: my little Zoom tab is all up in my way.
1: It's okay. Um, this is what um ava this is what comedy is gonna be in the next five years someone's just gonna come up on stage like this and not say anything or they're gonna start talking about bitcoin or like some some civil rights movement uh, yeah that they're that they they're just trying to get applauses for they're not really trying to get laughs. And it's just five minutes of a serious lecture on (laughs) um, progressive ideals. And then they get off stage. Oh, look,
0: they're holding hands. That's so sweet. Yeah, this is this is what um, this guy. All right. I keep forgetting his fucking name. This is what Seth Simmons is bringing to us in the form of comedy. (laughs) This is what this is it. This will be it in 10 years. And we'll probably be on the gulag for saying mean things on the Internet.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And as soon as the comedian gets off stage, um, they go back to their slave job.
0: Yeah. So that's 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 beautiful. That's just beautiful.
1: <laughs> Avant garde, folks. It's yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful uh, style.
0: Yeah. The sensitive liberals have been fucking at it this week. That's uh, they have just been at it, man offended about everything besides the genuine horrors. Like, I just don't understand why everybody is so offended about everything besides the genuine torture and murder and genocide and fucking like all of the genuine evil happening. No, don't, don't nobody care about that. Joe Rogan better stop saying faggot.
1: <laughs> yeah, you better stop. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. Dude, people are, it's, it's, we live, we live in a sim, bro. There's something we, pa- this is what it is. Um, this is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. We pass the point of singularity, right? Meaning our, our ability to learn uh, is it passed the point of amount of information that we can store. And the amount we can learn mm-hmm. is doubling while the amount uh, we can store is like slowly going up so it's not it's not it's gonna exponentially get worse and worse sorry
0: our cpu can't catch up it's overheating
1: yeah and we're gonna get to the point where we can learn we can learn the equivalent of like everything that we learned in human history in a year we're gonna like get to that point and and people's minds are just gonna melt now, yep. people's minds are already melting yeah we can't handle all this It's information overload it's misinformation campaigns mm-hmm. it's it's too much it's too much information there's information there's i think there's might be infinite information available it's just whether you can get like get access to it you know
0: yeah and like when you have access to it like can you process it in a healthy intellectual manner you know yeah, a lot of people they just cannot handle this shit. They just can't it's overload.
1: Yeah, especially if you don't have your own life. But I mean, if you're like some mindless drone that was told that you can't go to school and you have mm-hmm. to get a job when you're 12 and you have no social skills and you just do all Hi. hey, what's up? Um, I'm in the middle of a really important podcast. Is this a, is this um
2: is that Justin?
1: Yeah. Yes
2: oh hi hey oh my gosh do you want i don't want to
1: talk business on the podcast what's up
2: do you want me to cook the broccoli and chicken and bro- you know for dinner or no
1: okay that's cool
2: you're hungry yeah okay
0: thank you oh my i'm gosh, still not I'm I'm,
1: I'm I'm still not paying you back tell but, you mama i um, said
0: she's hi. the goat she, you're justin said you're the goat
2: this boy is spoiled. Can he can you hear me?
0: Oh, I know it. I know it. I know he is.
2: <laughs> he is so freaking spoiled, rotten. He's he a sure mama's is. boy, but he won't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Zach. Guess what? My day off, it's not Wednesday, it's Friday. Okay.
1: So you're gonna stand me up again?
2: You don't want to go tonight, do you?
1: No. Friday. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: She's been standing me up for the past three times we were supposed to get a pedicure
0: oh uh, oh, that's so cute uh, I'm gonna be seeing my mom on Wednesday it's her birthday next week she's coming to pick me up no way yeah, Missy I'm, Missy yeah. happy birthday yeah I'm so excited I think she's turning 42 I hope that wasn't the wrong number <laughs> I think she's turning 42 hey uh, Missy
1: Missy I've never met you but you don't look a day over 35 okay? she really
0: does it honestly she looks so young like people see her next to me and they're like that's your son because it looks like that's your brother or something, or like your, <laughs> like your friend, y'all went to college together.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's so funny.
0: Um, oh, shit. What were ta- we talking about before that? I don't know, oh, man. I don't even know. Oh, yeah, information overload. You know, also, in addition to people not being able to handle the amount of information, I just feel like everybody is really determined to be right. And that is one thing that I think we got to get rid of as a society. We have to stop holding on to what we think is true. Like People
1: are so scared to be wrong.
0: I, I don't get it because for me, like I be reading shit. I like to look. I'd be reading articles, reading walls, reading what people say, looking like hoping to be proven wrong. Like I love when somebody presents something that I'm like. I didn't consider that, but that is obviously correct. And now I have to, re- I have to redo the way I think about this and the re- redo the way I think about the world. Like, to me, that is just, that's like the best. That's like what being a human is. That's like the best part is that you can think you have everything figured out. And then you talk to the right motherfucker and you realize you have nothing figured out.
1: Yeah. And being right or wrong, it's, it's not, um, it's not, it doesn't discriminate or segregate. It's like, you can't, hear someone that just says something in a cool way and be like oh that's right now Mm -hmm. no 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 it's it's facts it's it's you're either right or you're wrong and there's no shame in ha and not having the answers for everything because it's not a matter of opinion Mm
0: -hmm. and in a lot of cases you know there is no right or wrong like a lot of the big issues our society is dealing with the reason they're so hard to deal with is because it's not as simple as I'm right or I'm wrong it's very we're dealing with really complex shit I mean we're trying to get rid of where I mean America's in a place where we're trying to get rid of poverty we're trying to end racism we're trying to end homophobia like that's complicated yeah
1: and it's shit that has been not by the whole world but it's shit that's been people have been trying to get done for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands of years. So it's, yeah. it's not, it's not like we're, um, you know, it's mm-hmm. not like we're, we're, we're just, we're just trying to figure out like a puzzle, uh, yeah. a jigsaw puzzle. It's much more <clears throat> complex.
0: Oh, you shared something with me on Twitter. That is uh, my, you gave me my new favorite word, uh, progressophobia. <laughs> And it's, it's a Bill Maher, uh, Bill Maher, uh, like, I guess it's like his opening monologue where progressophobia phobia basically is a term that describes the condition that progressives get where they're scared of progress, the, of the progress that they have made. And this is something that I see, like, all throughout the progressive side of things. Like, like, I was just reading, I don't know if you saw my other tabs when I switched over, but I was reading about critical race theory today. And Because Florida, in the news, Florida just banned critical race theory from being taught in schools. Um, And that's a decision I honestly agree with because when you read critical race theory, bro, they make some crazy fucking claims. One of the claims made by proponents of critical race theory is that um, integrating schools made things worse for black kids. That is a legitimate claim (laughs) made by these fucking people. Progressophobia. it's like so fucking like how can you turn around and even come up with a case that integrating schools was the wrong thing to do that that is so nonsensical it's just bro bro
1: if we if they never integrated schools we wouldn't have a podcast right now
0: literally it did just fucking crazy crazy and you know the whole the whole the whole as far as like critical race theory um i guess that could be our first news topic Uh, because florida did just recently ban that from our schools and like there's been some issues in some other states with it uh it is really just a flawed theory like you know i get uh, some parts of it like what they mean about how like racism that is intertwined in some of our laws in ways that are not so obvious it's like yes but they turn racism first of all they call slavery the original sin in this country, which I think is a little bit funny because I think us coming here and murdering everybody that was here already was probably the original one, but you know, who am I? Um, But also it's just, they make racism into the root issue of all issues. And that is where I just, that that seems to me like, it's just so, it doesn't make any sense. Cause to me, it seems like the root issue is that we have a class of people in power that want to maintain the poor class, you know? And we've had, uh Linda B. Johnson said it himself. If you if you keep if you make sure the lowest white man is better than the best black man, he'll let you rob his pockets blind. OK, and that to me says racism isn't the root issue. It's just a tool that's being used to keep some of us poor. It's a prop. It's a
1: propaganda tool, bro.
0: Yeah. And which seems like the obvious conclusion to me. You know, I, I could be wrong. Like I said, I could be wrong, but I really don't think racism is the root of all evil. I just but don't. It's this, just strange. Is,
1: this, is, this is the problem, Justin. You are willing to be wrong and you're nuanced and you're intelligent. OK, some people and I don't think it's some people. It's not even their fault. They've been conditioned and indoctrinated where they they're they don't have a mind of their own. They don't think for them. Like they don't try to come Mm -hmm. up with their own understandings. They just go, they just follow with whatever they are uh, shown or exposed to. Mm -hmm. So, so I agree with you hundred percent, but with everything, all schools being online with kids being able to, I know it's not, it's not a reality yet, but I could see where kids can work as well as being in school they Mm -hmm. develop they develop no social skills and they just become drones that are easier to control than the current classes that we have now so did a hawk just like fuck up a squirrel
0: no it looks like we're about to be hit by like a hurricane or something the sky just turned dark the wind is blowing like it just got kind of crazy looking out here
1: Dude, it's it's totally the CIA weather control, weather manipulating because they they caught on to like how genius we are.
0: That's fucking Bill up there manipulating the weather, Mm -hmm. spraying his dust in the atmosphere, his ground child into the atmosphere. Um, oh, also, and in, like in a, on a related topic, I didn't even mean to get this deep into, into it, but um, I saw, and, you know, this week, this has been something that people say have been saying for a long time. Black people can't be racist because we don't have power. OK, that you need, is you
1: need po- you need power in order to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. And
0: I just. I just, I just have to vehemently reject it. I just have to, because the idea that we don't have, the idea that I don't have any power in this country, kiss my ass. I can vote. I can tell somebody to kiss my ass. I also, like... It's just ridiculous. It is just ridiculous to say that we don't have any power. It is absolutely ridiculous. We make all that. We make the best music in this country. We make a lot of the best art in this fucking country. White people are now looking to us to tell them how to be good people. We've got power. We've got really very real power. You know, and I just feel like when they say we don't have power, it's like you basically saying Martin Luther King didn't do shit. You saying Malcolm X didn't do shit. You saying every motherfucking nigga that fought and died for us to have the very real power we have today, they didn't do shit. They just failed. They died for nothing. Fuck you. Fuck off. Like,
1: (laughs) bro, I, I, I am willing to bet that more times than not, if someone drops a slur, like in an aggressive way like in a way in which it's intending to hurt um you're gonna see a whole bunch of people like go to either grab that person or just straight up beat that person's ass yeah so i mean i don't know it's progressive phobia as you said it's, Truly. it's failing to acknowledge the facts and when you don't when you can't recognize reality then what wh- why are we having this conversation because I can't I can't trust you with with where you're coming from because you refuse to acknowledge mm-hmm. observable observable truths.
0: <clears throat> yeah for real. And that's you know it's it, it really is like every liberal movement is kind of here like where they're like willing to just ignore facts for the sake of what they believe. And I just I feel like that is just so counterproductive. We can't ignore what's fucking true in pursuit of a better nation because we're not gonna get to a better nation.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing. I don't think they really want that. I think they, as you said, they want to maintain power. Mm-hmm. So they want to give the guys that we're going to we're going to fix shit up around here. But in reality, nothing's going to change. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of um, how much is going on in this country, <laughs> Tyler Perry is bringing Medea back from the dead. We're going to lighten it up here. Tyler Perry is bringing Medea back from the dead. Have you heard of this?
1: No. What do you mean from the dead? Well,
0: The last Medea movie, she died because Tyler Perry said he was done. He was tired of playing the character. And so she died. It was Medea's family funeral. And that bitch is dead. Okay? Okay, and he just just a couple just like a week ago did an interview where he said Medea's coming back. And his reasoning was it's just too much going on in this country like okay medea is going to fix us nigga <laughs> yeah but
1: medea is an actual savior like she's going to rise from the dead and cleanse us of all of our sins right
0: like let's let's not even let's not even talk about the fact that medea is more racist than most like most things with black people in them like that is a racist character and yeah. let, and
1: and also why is medea what how is she going to save us like what what is she going to do
0: I don't know. He said we need to laugh, so I guess she's gonna make us laugh. But Medea hasn't mm. been funny for twenty years, so I don't, I don't. Yeah, know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just thought that was hilarious that he's like, "I'm gonna fix America with Medea by yeah. dressing up like a woman."
1: Yeah, don't get discouraged, guys. I know you, you, you're a slave, and yeah. your life is actual living hell everywhere. When you look outside, it's burning. But, <laughs> but, 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 but hold on, hold on. Medea's back. So, yeah. so. Whenever you get down, just pull up, pull up a clip of Medea.
0: So truly, what does anybody have to worry about? Like Medea's here.
1: Okay, so we have that to look forward to. When is she coming back?
0: I don't even know. I mean, knowing him, this motherfucker be pumping out a movie in three weeks. So anytime now, anytime.
1: That's true. See, what he
0: does is he doesn't hire writers or directors or producers or anything. He just does it himself. And then now he's got his own studio. So he just he, he pumps that shit out.
1: Yeah, it's and in that's, Atlanta,
0: and that's how you end up with acrimony and wondering how the hell that bitch got on the boat. Did you see Acrimony?
1: What's that? Is that a Tyler Perry?
0: Yeah, Tyler. It was like one of his latest ones. It's got Mar- uh, Taraji P. Henson in it, and it's like you know, typical like her and like her dark skinned man don't like they don't get along and they get the wait. Let me guess. Reason. Let me let
1: me guess. The dark skinned guy cheated.
0: Yeah. I think I think so. If I remember correctly, dude, I I haven't
1: seen the movie, but I've seen a Tyler Perry movie and well, but at
0: one point, he's like going to get married to his new bitch. Right. And he's on a boat like he's on a yacht. Right. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. um, uh, Taraji's family is like keeping her in her house because they're like, this bitch is about to go out crazy because he's getting married to the new bitch. She breaks out the house. Right. Scene cuts. She's on the boat in the middle of the ocean.
1: How'd she get on the boat?
0: Nobody knows. Literally, it's like nobody fucking knows how this bitch got on a boat. She's just on that bitch.
1: It was like, I think it was a, a reference to something supernatural.
0: I bro, I don't fucking, I don't know. And then she gets on the boat, somehow sneaks around the like 30 people that are on the boat because you have a whole staff, puts the bitch's wedding dress on, okay? <laughs> then gets all of the niggas on the boat. This part was, if this was a comedy, this would have been great. She gets all the people on the boat, puts them in the little dinghy and then makes them push off into the middle of the ocean. How?
1: Does she have a gun? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh my god. She
0: somehow got on the boat with a gun. <laughs> and she's like, everybody off the fucking boat. And and then she has a showdown where her nigga, like, they fight. And then like she ends up, she ends up dying because she like her foot gets caught in the anchor and then she falls into the water.
1: What? Who knew okay? Who knew that when you piss off the right black woman, they just become fucking SEAL team six.
0: Right? That's legitimately like this bitch is a warrior. She's like <laughs> and, and, and 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 let me get this
1: straight. She had a weapon, but she was like, nah, I'm going to like, we're settling this with these."
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think she did. She did the classic puts the gun way too close to his head and he knocks it out of her hand. Mm. Classic, you know, and then they have to, you know, go at it. (laughs) She was funny, but that's what, you know, that's, that's what you get when you write a movie in three weeks.
1: Yeah. 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 (laughs) I honestly can't blame him. If it was done in three weeks, like you got to reach.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's almost, it's kind of impressive. Yeah, he's even able to get it done like that quick. One more piece of funny news. Hunter Biden got caught, got caught calling his white lawyer, nigga. (laughs) Really? Yeah, he got caught on like, I guess it was a recording where he called. He um, was talking to his lawyer and he said, true that nigga. And then there was another one where he was like, you know, I like you because you're black.
1: (laughs) And there was a white guy.
0: Yeah,
1: a white lawyer. it's so random also i know
0: i'm like what the fuck first of all why the fuck is Hunter Biden walk around talking like he from the hood this nigga like, hey yo nigga
1: <laughs> maybe maybe it was his wigger friend like maybe. his lawyer his lawyer was a wigger but um i saw something where i don't know if it was real or not but it was a meme that they said they found on his laptop and it was joe biden and barack obama hugging and joe whispers in his ear he's like just let me say it one time b And Barack says, (laughs) Barack says, fine. And then uh, Joe Biden says, says, you my. And then it says it and it's on the meme. So and he just had it. say, Oh,
0: you won't say it because you're a white boy. So you won't say it.
1: This is not the podcast. Yeah, this is this is not the one because that would be too expected. You would have you would have seen that one coming. Right. I'm gonna get you when you least expect it. I'm gonna mm. drop it out of nowhere. Okay. As long as it's hard R. No, it's not gonna be hard R. <laughs> but,
0: uh, so yeah, that was fun. That was a that's that was good. fun. Just imagine yeah. Hunter Biden's goofy looking ass walking down the street, sagging his pants, talking about "Hey yo, what's up, B?"
1: <laughs> Dude, he's done so. He's done so many cocktails of drugs. He might think yeah. he's black.
0: Yeah, that Hunter is the one that used to be a crackhead, right?
1: I believe so. Mm. That was the one that everyone was like Ukraine. Every he's in Ukraine's pockets, yada yada.
0: Yeah, he must have. Uh, he, girl, that that crack, that crack will do you. It'll do you.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Apparently.
0: But I think that's about that's about all the news I have for all today.
1: Right. All right, let's get into story time with us. Then. Before
0: you do that, though, um, so I have a surprise for you. Okay. <clears throat> I got us a sponsor.
1: Oh, shit All right. I mean, I feel like I should have known about this before we went on air, but go ahead. I wanted to surprise you. <clears throat> I mean, that's bullshit. How much should we uh, this, this is, is gonna, bullshit. So this I is gonna be have, my first I mean where's of- my where's my fucking cut? but go yeah. ahead.
0: So this is gonna be our first our very first ad read. yeah this episode of Astinos is brought to you by Adventure Israel. <laughs> adventure israel will tailor make a uh, your very own magical trip to israel adventure israel partners with vendors to bring you experiences like a nightly firework show over the gaza strip see your first beheading of a jew then join the israeli police force to hunt down the same nigger that did it Uh, um long ass ad read over here uh pump yourself full of ecstasy in the only gay club in the middle east Spend a day in the Christian Quarter, reminiscing about the good old days when you could crusade the fuck out of these kikes and ragheads. For a small fee of eighty nine ninety nine, you can join Hamas for a day. Fire rockets out of a preschool. Hide out on the border and snipe any fags that decided to escape their rightful beheading. Gog gate gog out a Jew's a Hasidic Jew's eyeballs. They make a great souvenir so come on down to adventure israel have an experience that the kids will never forget warning adventure israel's insurance package does not cover bombings collapsing synagogues stray bullets beheadings ransom by hamas or plane hijackings so thank you to uh adventure israel for sponsoring this podcast
1: where's my cut because 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 i get it you wanted to be coy and you wanted to surprise me but um um i haven't gotten any any residuals from this is it a cash on delivery what is the what's the deal with this
2: Um,
1: because yeah we, we can do whatever sponsors uh pay us but um Mm -hmm. i i i need to see some of that you know Mm -hmm. this is a this is a adventure israel
0: would only pay me because i am black and they wouldn't they didn't want you to do the ad read so i'm getting paid for this one sorry really yeah but next week we'll have an ad for nazism and i think they want you for that
1: you're so fucking dead you're dead your career's over i'm making sure you do not have a career (laughs) <laughs> okay, thank right. you. Yeah, no, thank th- 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 you. Thank you, and um, I don't know. This is my. This is our first collective ad read, so I, I forget what podcasters say after the ad read. But yeah. Oh, um, they just
0: thank you for sponsoring, and we move on. Yes. Okay, gotta-
1: so sto- story time with us. Are you ready? I'm
0: ready. I'm okay. so so already.
1: Okay. Give me a sec here okay so can you hear me clear yeah okay so we've got a lot to cover so I'm gonna need you to stick with me okay I got you okay and don't be talking to other sponsors in this like while we're on zoom okay yeah so so literally I think it was like an hour or two after we recorded last week's podcast my Dear friend Cody called me and he was like dude what are you doing tonight right off the bat and I'm like nothing i mean it's sunday and he goes i got tickets to logan paul versus floyd mayweather no it way was, it yeah it was for my girlfriend's little brother but he got sick so we have 3 tickets do you want to go yeah and my immediate reaction like in my head i didn't say it was why the fuck would i want to go to that okay but then my my once i started thinking and processing i said who else is going to get to say they were at this right like this is a this yeah. is a pop this is a pop culture moment that is going to be studied by mm-hmm. historians for how fucking stupid people were at this time <laughs> in history right yeah yeah that so, one will be in the books so Long story short, I go undercover as a hype beast. So I I have to I call up my friend who's into ha, into fashion and I'm like, dude, I'm going to the Paul Mayweather fight. Give me the most hype beasty clothes you can find. So I got I got the I got the I got the joggers, I got the hoodie that like is ripped that they bought ripped um my 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 friend's girlfriend had like sunglasses here i'm just gonna show you um i'm sharing my screen with you
0: this is genuinely so cool i like can't believe you actually got to go to this fight
1: yeah i don't know
0: here wow wow what a look what a look you got going on there
1: So people, I was, I didn't drive. So we're just, I'm, when I say we, I'm projecting. I was pounding White Claws. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting, I'm getting messed up on the, on the pregame and the drive down there. Then once we get off the exit, the stadium is legit a 10 minute car ride from the exit. It takes us an hour to get from the exit to parked. So we're pounding. Again, I'm pounding White Claws. So I'm getting frisky. So, and I'm, since we're in standstill traffic, I'm like trying to start conversations with people. Like I'm asking people to roll down the window and I'm asking them who they're putting their money on, Logan Paul or Floyd Mayweather. The interesting thing about the event was every single person that I talked to wanted Floyd. But mo- mostly uh, people were in a good mood, so they weren't, like, hostile towards me. But I remember one guy, he was like, he, I, he, I asked him who he was rooting for. He said Floyd. And he goes, let me guess. I, I, I don't know why, but I think you want Logan and Paul to win. And I was like, how do you, what gave it away? And he's like, I don't know, man. It's just your vibe. so 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 my disguise worked perfectly yeah right worked perfectly so we get there and as you can see from the picture there's no one fucking there like we didn't show up at the beginning traffic was bad I don't know where the people were traffic was terrible but Mm. no one was inside the stadium that's great and like and like it was like an elitist event bro because vip while we were in standstill traffic, I got out of the car and I ran down to find out the parking situation. And there was the VIP section was bigger than the general admission section. So it was like just rich people getting boxes, like box seats, or they were like on the floor of the stadium ringside. But the people in the stands, there was no one there. Like mm-hmm. like no masks because social distancing, there was nobody there. So. Really?
0: Were they at, were they at like, did they, was it supposed to be full capacity or did they have a limit?
1: I'll be honest. I don't know. It was in the, it was in the hard rock stadium, which is okay. where the Which was where the Miami dolphins play. So it's like the biggest outdoor venue in the County. Okay. So I thought, and it's Florida. And shit's opening up down here, too. So I thought, oh, they're going to try to sell it out. Like, why else would you get the biggest venue? Okay? And nobody is there. It's so bad. I didn't know this because I was there. But people watching it, they stopped going. They stopped showing the stadium. They just, like, were zooming in on the on the ring. Mm-hmm. So we get there. And we're not early. We're kind of late. Like the, there's like two or three fights left, and there's still no one there. We get, of course, Travis Scott is mm-hmm. is sponsoring the event with his oh, shitty God. his shitty cacti seltzer, dude. I uh, honestly, I rather have a four loco than a cacti. Me
2: too.
1: I, I rather have a four loco, and we got him, and I drank it, and like halfway through, I was like, dude, I was feeling buzzed is it a cacti
0: i'm sorry but is it a cacti flavored seltzer or is it one of those like waters that have chunks of cactus in it
1: neither it's just called cacti and it's a seltzer oh well that's fucking lame dude so bad tasted like acid like battery acid so i'm halfway done and i'm like dude i'm getting sick like this is bad so next thing i know i'm like going in and out of like the room, like the whole stadium spinning and Floyd Mayweather's head is just spinning. And I'm like, what the heck? So I go to the bathroom and thankfully no one's there, but I end up like waking up. Like I fell asleep and I woke up. With my pants around my ankles, like I like I'm peeing like a three year old, and I'm just in a stall, like leaning up against the back door, and and people are starting to get worried. Like I hear people like murmuring about like how long I've been in there, and <laughs> my my pants are just around my ankles, and I'm just sloppy. It was bad, so I get back to my seats. I get back to my seat, and they're like, dude, my, Cody and his girlfriend are like dude, this blows. Let's get out. So we leave before the main event. Are you kidding? No, dead ass. We, oh legit, we legit were there for like an hour and we go back to Miami and I'm like about to die. I'm like, Cody, just please drop me off. So Cody drops me off because he's a nice guy and they go have a good night. And mm. I'm, I'm legit in bed, passed out by like 11 o'clock.
0: Wow. What a pussy. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> I know it was the most intense two to three hours of my life. I can't believe you
0: put yourself through all that and did not stay to watch that fight.
1: No, no. If it was more contentious and there was more energy in the stadium and there was people high-fiving me. Cause like low gang, then yeah, I would have stayed, but it was let me, just.
0: Let, I was, let me, let me guess because I didn't see it. I'm assuming Paul did not win that one.
1: Dude, there were no judges. What? It's not, it wasn't a real fight. So they didn't even declare a winner? No, everyone went home disappointed.
0: What the fuck? Okay, yeah, I can kind of see why you didn't watch that. That, That's lame. Dude, I knew. Like, my
1: take was, before I got invited, people, because everyone was talking about it, but it seemed to me like people were, really reaching and trying to come up with reasons why they should be interested in this fight. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it's just going to be like, everyone's trying really hard to avoid the fact that this is probably going to be a disappointment. And, yeah. and it was, and I was right. Did he and, not,
0: did he not get knocked out at least?
1: No, Logan went the distance with. See Floyd. that's
0: yeah. That, which tells me that Floyd Mayweather let him go the distance.
1: A lot of, people isn't it are, eight rounds? Yes,
0: okay. Um, if that if he wanted to knock that white boy out, he would have been out third round.
1: A lot of people are speculating that conspiracy that because there's a there's a there's a moment in the fight where Floyd punches Logan pretty hard and Logan he doesn't fall, but he gets knocked back a little bit and Floyd r- wraps his arm underneath like his armpit and kind of holds him up in place. Yeah. So, So a lot of people are speculating that this was a work, not in the sense that they were like, Logan, you're going to lose this fight because he didn't get knocked out, right? Yeah. But I think it was a mutual agreement between both parties to cooperate in the fight, you know?
0: See, that's just lame to me. Like, what are we doing if we're not actually competing?
1: No, it's lame as fuck,
0: but, but...
1: I don't want to spoil my pseudo-penis, but this did a million pay-per-view buys, Justin. That's to give you perspective, right? Adesanya versus Acosta, his last mm. fight, I think did like 700 800,000 buys. Wow.
0: Floyd
1: and Logan did a million buys.
0: That is insane.
1: Yeah. And there's some really, really funny videos. <clears throat> of here actually I'm going to look it up right now cuz it's just so funny um that of 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 not logan jake paul being ringside um that's amazing here it is wait is this the here we go. I'm gonna share my screen now. This is so good. Can you? I don't think you're gonna be able to hear it. Actually, actually.
0: let let me test because I wanted to test to see. Try it. Okay. Yeah, definitely not.
1: Okay, never mind. I'm just going to DM you this video, and you're going to laugh really hard. But it's him. It's it's 30 seconds left in the fight. And Send he it to squ- me. I
0: can I can play it. My microphone will be able to pick it up. So why can't I just play it like that on the phone? Your headphones didn't, uh, won't pick it up. At least they didn't last time. All right, let's see. You can give it a try, but... No, nah, we got this. Send it on Instagram.
1: It is, but I, I don't know. I don't remember the account name, so I'm just sending you the YouTube video. Wait, fuck! You don't. <laughs> you're you you. You lost your phone in the ocean, right?
0: I've got my iPad right here.
1: So you'll get a text.
0: Good. No, no, don't send it. Don't send it a text. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get but, that. Send me the link on Instagram or Twitter. God, it's we need on, a producer. Holy shit, we need a producer. It, it,
1: it's on YouTube. Again, it's on an Instagram account. I don't remember the name of the account, but um, you get it. You'll get it. Uh,
0: how would I find it?
1: Here, I got you. We're gonna do email because we're smart,
0: <laughs> or because we're boomers.
1: No, no, no. I, I, people. What's your what's your is it? Yeah,
0: I don't. Why don't you if you send the link on Instagram, I can just click on it from Instagram.
1: I don't know how to do that, bro. I just emailed it to you.
0: copy paste.
1: What's that? Just fucking.
0: Would you send it to Alex J. Prod? Y'all. Alrighty, I got it. Finally, we really need a producer. Oh, my God. We are the producers.
1: Okay. 30 seconds. Fucking go 30 seconds. Can you wait 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 pull it back pull it back start from the beginning start from the beginning. I'm going to share my screen and play the muted the muted video, okay? Okay. Hey,
0: can you people can you <clears throat> My cats are trying to eat my fucking microphone. Back the fuck up. <clears throat> All, All right. right,
2: are
1: you are you ready? Yep. On me. Three, two, one, go.
2: 30 seconds. Let's fucking go 30 seconds. 30 seconds for the rest of your fucking life. Go right in. That's a cat. Yeah. 30 seconds for the rest of your life. Ten seconds! Okay! Oh, Got God, you fucking career! Got! Got your fucking career! SPON! 51! MOON! Fuck all of you! Fuck Larry Pocket You're with them! Don't you fucking career! Don't oh, Fuck you. Fuck ah, you fucking career! Don't you fucking career?
0: Wow.
1: So that was the scene and And I was, people thought I was, I was Jake Paul. People thought I was a fat Jake Paul. You kind of, you
0: kind of have his look.
1: I know. That's what people were saying. They're like, dude, shouldn't you be backstage? And I was like, what (laughs) are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, the camera, it takes away like 30 pounds. And I'm like, what? What are you Mm. talking about, bro? And they're like, dude, I fucking like Ben Askren, fuck Ben Askren. I'm like, what? (laughs) But, yeah, so that was just the day after we recorded our pod, bruv. Wow. Okay. Okay. So um, I could spare you. I, I have a bunch more, but I'm going to spare you. I'm going to get plenty of the time. Hi- I know. I'm going to hit the highlights, right? I'm not going to bore you. I'm just going to go with the main uh the, the, the creme de la creme of what i got for my material right
0: yeah i bet i bet you woke up with a disgusting hangover on monday
1: no no actually no
0: no uh them because seltzers I, they fucked me up i don't know no they did
1: but i luckily i got to bed at 11 so ah, yeah. i slept till like nine in the morning and i was a chipper but uh so long story short me and my good friend Jordan, also known as Wizard, also known as JLG, um, we go, we're gonna go out Friday night, right? So we we went out the night before and it was fun, but we we felt like there was I we weren't on our game as far mm. as as far as fashion wise. So mm. so I know you're not from Fort Lauderdale, but I've I know I've told you that I grew up around gays, right? Yeah. Like my neighbors are gay. The there's a whole gay city. So we go to the we go to Wilton Manors, the the gay town, and we go to out of the closet thrift store. And bro, that design- is that is
0: a hilarious name, but that is funny as fuck.
1: <laughs> is it?
0: Yeah, out of the it, closet. That's so funny.
1: I mean it's like a double triple pun. So uh, double entente. So so we go there. I get an entire designer outfit for under $20, right? So I'm looking fresh. Yeah. I'm probably look, really gay too. No, no. It's all classy as fuck. Dude, and and, and by the way, I'm not a fashion guy, but if you want to look good, you go to the where the gays have their thrift stores. You, do they, you do. they give out the best stuff.
0: And they will wear they will wear a, a hundred dollar shirt twice and be like, I can't wear it anymore.
1: Yeah, and then once they give it to the thrift store, now it's twenty dollars. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: did you look like a lesbian? Were you serving lesbian vibes?
1: No, I I thought I looked like fat Jake Paul again, but <laughs> I looked like I like I I was rich. I looked like I was a wealthy person. Okay. So, so me and Jordan go out, and it becomes a fucking. Uh, we light for Lauderdale on fire because duh, because we don't miss, no. but. Jordan is wearing, like, women's pants with, like, a Bill Cosby sweater.
2: Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Can you bring in the water and the Clorox from the back of my truck in? Yeah. Thanks.
1: Gotcha. <laughs> now I got work to do, Bubba. Oh, dude, that's nothing. He asked me to do something every day, so. Are <laughs> you go over to pause Okay. No, 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 no. I'll do it. I'll do it later. So where was I? So we're lighting Fort Lauderdale on fire. We don't miss it becomes a fucking high school reunion. Like everyone I start seeing is from high school. And Uh it's like, this is getting weird. Like, it's like Twilight Zone because we were running into people all day. So there's like something in the air. It's something Mm -hmm. that's spooky. We end up.
0: Maybe they just felt it. You're about to be leaving Florida. You ain't gonna be back. They knew we got to go find Zach.
1: I, I don't know what it was, but my maybe it was energies, maybe it was um, the chakras, uh, the, the, the 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 stars lined up. So yeah. so we're then I start me and a couple of high school friends. We go we bar hop to like the next place and run into fricking more people there. Um, I don't know why I said fricking. We run into more people. <laughs> we run into more people there. And this podcast um, was
0: very Christian there for, for just a second.
1: <laughs> so to uh, as a aside, th- the place that we bar hop to mm-hmm. Jordan, like a week before had gotten kicked out of because he was too rowdy and he was like standing on tables and the bouncers like, dude, don't stand on tables. And he's like, I got gotcha. you. And then the bouncer turns around and he just jumps back on the table. So the bouncers kick him out and he's wow. like pleading with them. He's like, no, I'll pay you. And they're like, dude, just come back tomorrow. Like just sober up and come <laughs> back. And so at this point, and we've been to the bar since, we're kind of like friendly with the bouncers now. They don't even ID us. They just give us a hug and they laugh at us. They're like, you guys are those assholes. And they let <laughs> us in.
0: Yeah. So
1: we're doing that. Also, another aside, the night before, Jordan lost his keys and he's like, Oh my God, where are my keys? We go back to the bar and the owner of the bar is wh- is behind it. And he goes, do you ever have a Beamer? Yeah. Here you go. Jo- Jordan's like, dude, let me pay you like 60 bucks. You have no idea you saved my life. The guy's like, nah, dude, it's free. Do you want free drinks? He gives us, free dr- gives us free drinks. The only thing that he wanted was to kiss Jordan because he just wanted to like sneak in a smooch. So he kisses Jordan the next day. Jordan's in the mirror and he's like, dude, and he has a fucking hickey right there that the, the bartender just like snuck off a hickey and then gave him the keys. And we got free drinks. So, so fast forward to the next day, right?
0: So he didn't Um, kiss Jordan. He made out with that nigga.
1: Yes. Yes. So fast forward, we're, we're at the same bar. We're lighting the place on fire because we know the owner and the bouncers at this point, we're, we're kind of calling the shots, right? So um, we we decide to jump bars again.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: we meet this guy on the sidewalk, this really trippy guy named Danny, who looks like a white guy, like a, a regular ass white guy with a buzz cut. But he's saying, he's like, I'm Peruvian and I'm Colombian. And he's speaking Spanish. So we're like, okay. He's just like, you know, an Hispanic guy yeah and he's like dude and we start talking because we're you know drunk and he's like dude i really like your guys's vibe you guys want to come with me i have vip at like a club a- down here and we're like fuck it why not yeah so so also creepy he had on a glove just one glove and it was a fingerless glove and I, we were both, like, immediately, like, what's the deal with your fucking glove, dude? And he's like, bro, I don't like showing my my tattoos. This guy has, like, I, I don't know, because he knew a lot of black guys, but it was, like, almost like a Nazi. It wasn't the swastika, but it was, like, an eagle, like a German-looking eagle. And I was like, bro, is this guy skinhead? Ah. And... Yeah. And he's like, follow me. So we him. <laughs> we're like, me and Jordan are like, bro, that, 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 that tattoo is amazing. Like, fuck your glove. And he's like, bro, I always have this glove on. Like, you have no idea how hard it is to get me out of this glove. So he's gloveless. He's like, come to VIP. Obviously it wasn't the-
0: very hard to get him out of the glove.
1: Well, we were sober-tongued. We were like hyping him up. Yeah. So we, um, we go to the club with him, the VIP. It's an all black club. So that throws, that like throws me for a loop. I'm like, was that just, is this guy Peruvian? Is he a skinhead? Is he cool with black people? Is he a progressive Nazi? Yeah, so he, he so he gets us VIP. We're like behind ropes. And it's just like the grossest bar at three in the morning that you can imagine.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: we're like, we're like, Danny, you've been so cool, man. He's insisting on buying us pizza, uh, like for some reason. And we're like, nah, man. But like, we have We have a little, like, let's, let's get out of here. And he's like, fuck yeah. So we go, we, we go to a a park at four in the morning and in downtown Fort Lauderdale and we're smoking, this random guy comes up to us, black guy from Milwaukee. He's like, bro, my phone's dead, but I have money. And he pulls out cash. He's like, can I please borrow your phone? You can dial it. You can hold it. You can talk to the guy. I just need a ride. So so he starts hanging out with us. So now we have a foursome. It's (laughs) one of every race. It's white. It's Puerto Rican. It's black. And it's Danny, who says he's Peruvian, but might be a skinhead. So and we're all just talking about life and we're talking about love. And it's a fantastic experience. So Danny and the black guy, they eventually run off to the sidewalk to wait for the uber to pick him up and danny's such a nice guy this skinhead he's like dude you don't have to pay me i'll buy your uber so he buys this guy an uber jordan is has had too much to drink at this point and and the smoking got him done so he's just sweating and lying in the grass like this and like leaning over to throw up and his eyes are closed and so but he's like He's like slumped next sitting down in front of me and I'm on the phone ordering the the Uber and this guy with no shoes but he's not he doesn't look homeless but he has no shoes not homeless just floridian he sits down next to us and he goes so I just got jumped like that's how he opens oh my god and I'm like and I'm like at first, I thought he was homeless. So I was like, I'm not going to pay attention to this guy. Like, he just wants a cigarette or something. And I look at him, and he's definitely not homeless. And his whole face is swollen, and there's blood coming out of his mouth.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Yeah. And he's like, bro, three black guys just jumped me behind a bar. Um, I don't want to get the, like, can I please borrow your phone? I need to call. I need to call someone. Like, they stole my wallet, and my phone's dead. So I'm like, dude, there's literally a cop right next to us. I'm like, bro, let me walk you over here to the the guy who you want to be talking to. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, he's like, no, dude, I don't want to get the cops involved. So now immediately I'm like, okay, what shit do you have that you don't want to get the cops involved? You're an idiot. Yeah. Either, either you're hiding something that you committed a crime or or you're an idiot and you don't want to get the cops involved. So I, I don't really care that much about like your. So I'm like, give me the number. I'll call. I'll talk to the person. I'm not giving you my phone, but yeah. like, tell me who I'm talking to. And, and I will figure it out for you. So, cause I'm fucking nice. So he gives me his ex-wife's number. I call, I call, I call no answers so I'm like, yo, dude, our, our lift is here. Um, but I wish you all the best. I texted her. Like I texted your ex-wife. Um, I have no way to contact you, but, um, you know, the cops right there, like still go to the cops, bro. Mm -hmm. And he's like, nah, I think I'm good. And he's like spitting out blood as he's saying this. And, and Jordan is like passed out. He's just like trying to, He's trying to be like, dude, go away. But he all he can say <laughs> is like, all he can say is like, Ugh. so, so I'm like, Jordan, come on. Like I pick him up. We walk over to the sidewalk and we're waiting for our ride. He's still vomiting. But this, yeah. I say, I say all that to say this. So the next morning I get, I get woken up with like five straight calls. And I'm like, who the fuck is calling me at seven in the morning? It's the ex-wife. Yeah. So, so I don't answer because I'm sleeping and, I'm, and, and I, I woke up to these texts. Right. Can you see my screen? Yep. Go ahead and read them out loud for us.
0: Uh, so hello. Uh, Zach says, hello, Daisy. Please answer. I'm with Brian. Daisy says, my phone was off. I'm up now. Please call me back. I'm very worried. She says, OK, so I'm assuming something bad has happened to Brian. I am clearing my schedule and preparing to drive down there, but I don't know where he is. Please, can you tell me where the boat is?
1: The so, boat, okay. nigga. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, I'm like, OK, there's a boat in this equation. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm trying to piece this all together like you. I yes. said so I said no idea. And there you go.
0: Okay, he said, no idea. He's okay. She says, I have someone from Fort Lauderdale heading to the boat to check. Tim and I need to know what was the problem. Phone was dead and he lost his wallet. I spoke to him. Thank you. He said that you are his cab driver. You went above and beyond your responsibility. Thank you. Have you been compensated for the cab ride and your troubles? <laughs> Please tell me you got some cash from this bitch, bro. Please tell me you got the you got the cash app, bro. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Run me to Venmo, baby. He says, no worries at all. Very nice gentleman. I hope Brian is well, too. I was not compensated. Do you have a cash app, ma'am, to cover the ride? And let me know what works best for you. I will speak to Brian. I don't have a cash app, but I believe he does. Please tell me what company you drive for. Yellow Cab Fort Lauderdale. Brian is saying that there was compensation. I will give him a few hours before I do anything.
1: So this motherfucker, Brian, is a bitch. So... So he lies to his ex-wife and says, I'm a cab driver. And then he lies again and says he paid me.
0: So (laughs) which didn't he have no wallet? So how he would have, how he paid his cab driver.
1: Yeah. So I stopped responding. Um, But yeah, but now that you mentioned that, bro, that's a good comeback. But I've been sitting on the text for a day at this point, but um, you're right. He had no way to pay me. So how can I be compensated when he had no wallet?
0: Yeah. For the job you didn't do.
1: Yeah. Should I text her live on the podcast?
0: <laughs> that would be kind of funny.
1: I don't think she's going to answer.
0: Probably not. She probably figures what's going on at this point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But um, so that was, that was uh, amazing Friday night.
0: Yeah.
1: And, the, and then the, the texts were during the day, Saturday and fast forward to Jordan went to like a fancy schmancy fashion networking party in Miami and I was gonna go for the story because I'm not a fashion guy and I was gonna try to see if I could like impress girls with Mm. how not into fashion I was but I was (laughs) but I was still there and they're like oh my god he doesn't give a fuck but I was like nah I'm just Cody invited me to like a family thing where like the parents were blacking out. So I'm like I'm just going to go to that. <laughs> so so I went to that. We were doing karaoke with the family or whatever. But I was watching then it was fucking Fight Day and the UFC was on and the fights last night were incredible. Oh, so man. Oh dude.
0: I didn't get to watch uh cuz I was busy last night, but um was the Adesanya fight good?
1: No, that was the least uh impressive fight really? because it's good because, because Adesanya was he was clearly the better fighter but the guy who was fighting was tough as nails so he wasn't gonna get finished but mm. it was it was clear who the better fighter was mm. so they went the distance yeah they went the distance unanimous decision for Adesanya mm. do you remember um the two squeaks Figueroa and, and Moreno yeah so they had like an all-time good fight and they had a big tied. Hell yeah. So they did a rematch and the guy who was the huge underdog from the first fight ended up winning. So that was a huge upset. Amazing fight. I was so happy for him. This guy is just like a nerdy, the first Mexican UFC champion ever. Okay.
0: Okay. Oh, so these guys, they had a, they had a, um, a, they, the guys that tied their last fight. Okay. I think I saw that fight. I remember that.
1: I showed it to you.
0: Yeah. That was a great fight.
1: Great fight. So they rematched, and the, the Mexican who was the huge underdog ended up winning in the third round. With a a submission, yeah. And as soon as he won, he started breaking down, crying, and his family came in the octagon. And it was just a super wholesome Mexican moment. And (laughs) he's like, he's, people don't think he should be.
2: Where's the container for your salad, Zach? No idea. (laughs) That's not
1: good. (laughs) I'll find it.
2: Is it in your car? No
1: idea. I will find it, though.
2: Well, I'm making salads now. It's not in your room. No.
1: I think I might have left it at Jordan's because I ate it over there. My, my, the owner of the studio is putting the pressure on me.
0: Yeah, you got to keep track of that damn Tupperware, boy.
1: I know. So get your head chopped the fuck off. Oh, it's. Bro, she'll
0: she'll do you like Hamas does Jews. Keep playing.
1: I know. I know. So. (laughs) So, okay. So Marino went. People think he's such a sweetheart like nice little nerdy guy who collects legos that he's not that guy but when you lock him in this cage bro this is a savage this is a savage motherfucker like this guy is mean when it comes to inside the cage uh, so i couldn't be more happy for him he won um leon edwards versus nate Nick, nate diaz fight was great it was a classic Nate Diaz fight where he got his ass whooped the entire fight and he was he was bleeding his whole face was bleeding from multiple places and and in the fifth round with one minute left he almost wins like he hits Edwards and Edwards goes wobbly and instead of following up instead of like finishing the fight Nate Diaz is just like taunting him and he points Mm. at him and he laughs and he's like What's up? And then yeah. after after the fight, he was like, Yeah, Leon won that fight, but I won in the streets. Oh, so,
0: that's that which counts for nothing, counts for absolutely nothing.
1: Well, for this guy, it actually does because his record, he has like 14 losses, but he's the one of the biggest stars in the UFC. Uh-huh. And he got to hand pick his opponent. And his whole shtick, it's not really a shtick, but his his shtick is he's a gangster. But he's not, it's not really a shtick because he's the guy he picked. He said, I want it. Why would you fight if you don't want the hardest fight? So he hand, he hadn't, hasn't fought in a year. He handpicked the toughest guy in the division to fight. And the whole fight, he was taunting him. Like the guy was whooping his ass and the guy's face was bleeding and he was laughing. And he's like, Come on, dude, you, you're not hurting me. Like, come on. And then, and then he does that where he almost finishes the fight and instead he taunts him. So he's he he'll be fine because he, he he put on a performance. Leon Edwards won, but yet somehow Nate Diaz won that fight in like the fans' eyes. Yeah. So that was amazing. A guy's arm got dislocated. It went floppy. It was an amazing, it was you couldn't ask for a better Ooh. cap off of the week.
0: God dislocation's always crazy to see. I
1: hate that. And, and the guy, this was crazy, the guy who got it dislocated kept fighting. But the, but the ref, like, saw it was dislocated and stopped the fight. But the guy, his arm was broken, and he, the guy was still pulling on it, and it just went floppy. So his arm's just flopping around while he's oh punching. He, he's punching with his other arm, like, trying to get his arm free, but he has no control of it because it's just like that. Oh, so good! Jesus Christ! The ref stops it, and the guy who did it stands up, and the guy who got his arm broke is just standing there, like holding his arm. Wow! Yeah, that is
0: fucking crazy.
1: Yeah. So I was, I
0: feel for them when they break a bone because I know that's like two years. uh, uh, Isn't that like you gotta spend two years uh, healing that before you can get back to fighting?
1: No. Apparently, this is what's crazy. Apparently, he didn't break his arm; he just dislocated it.
2: Mm.
0: So
1: they put it. They put it they relocated it and now he's just stable so he's going to be fighting in like a couple months so he's he's somehow fine
0: but yeah okay that's crazy as fuck though Holy i know shit. i should have watched him fights i always i always don't watch it on the weekend that it's the littest.
1: you yeah and that's your thing you always miss the bangers i know dude what well, my, my point is i had more but my point is fantastic week this is this is living baby you don't (laughs) you if you want material you got to go out in the field and you gotta you gotta do that bitch and i and i did it and i feel like a fucking basic white girl because i'm like inspired right now so um yeah that was uh that was that was my that was story time with ass thanks for coming
0: thank you so much
1: ass of course, knows. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the floor because I had to get so much off my chest, bro. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, sounds like had a crazy week. Sounds like though. Whenever I go to uh, whenever I get back home, um, this Wednesday, I'm gonna be going to see a couple of friends, so I just might have a crazy story or two to tell, dude yes fuck my am, am i i don't know i'm going to see one of my friends has like a baby and she's pregnant again and like she's married so that's probably be boring
1: yeah that won't be as um yeah rowdy but
0: honestly the real party is gonna be with my mom because this yes. I already know, bro she is gonna drink she's gonna get dude, fucking
1: drunk dude you you have to be the catalyst for that you have to keep oh, eating yeah. her drinks
0: yeah every time i go every time i go to my mom's house now I got. I the first thing I asked her to do is take me to the gas station so and give me some beer, and then I get enough beer that I know I can get her ass drunk. And I get her talking outside and drinking and drinking and drinking. And every time I go in to get one, I'm like, "You want another one? You want another one?" Yeah. Dude, dude, she's tiny, so she gets fucking blasted so easily.
1: And she's Irish, so she can go all night. Yeah. Dude, you need to um bring the equipment and get a podcast in with her. Like just Ooh, y'all just two good. just y'all two on the porch talking shit drunk. Like yeah. that would be that would be so good.
0: That might be an interesting episode, actually. Cause we've, I mean, me, we had uh, we had a like our pet mine and her relationship over the past like since high school, it was pretty tumultuous, you know. We had a lot of this a lot of similar things that everybody fights with their parents over. She didn't like the fact that I'm gay as shit for a while. Um, But, you know, we came around and we both learned a lot about each other's perspective. And now we're like, cool, because we both we get where each other was coming from now.
1: Yeah. And that's beautiful. Uh, Distance makes the heart grow fonder. Mm -hmm. And And now we drink
0: and we talk shit about the rest of the family together.
1: (laughs) What else are you going to do? That's called bonding. Truly. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. And. Once you leave the nest, it always gets the relationship always gets on. It, it goes from it goes from parent, mm-hmm. kid to adults, you know. So I,
0: I honestly kind of think and I can't prove this, but I kind of think that like once you start hitting 16, 17, something in your parents brain it's like starts getting like starts hating you because they because you need to move the fuck out. You need to start you need to go become an adult. I think it's a natural mechanism, honestly.
1: Oh, yeah, bro, because because my mom, she didn't believe me when I told her, like, I'm going to, like, I'm not living with you. Like, I'm getting a job right <laughs> away. And she was like, mm, you're not, you, you can't do that shit. Like, you're going <laughs> to fucking, you're going to suck me dry. Like, you're going to be like a piece of shit living at home until you're 30. You're going to get a ponytail. You're losing like,
0: my fucking salad bowls.
1: Losing my salad bowls. You're a virgin, right? So... <laughs> So I get the job in Chicago and she's, yes, she's sad that I'm moving far away, but at the same time, she couldn't be happier that I got a job and I'm not, I'm going to get out of her hair. Mm -hmm. Like she's not going to have to ask me for salad bowls forever (laughs) in like, in like a month. So she's on cloud
0: nine right now. I bet she is. I mean, I feel parents, bro, because I like, I'm like, I love my space, like, and I love having, like, my house. I like, I like everything in a particular order, I like, keep it clean. I like when, the, I like when it runs in a certain way. And when you have kids, the house, they're in charge, you know? Like, they're just, they're simply in charge. The parent might think they're in charge, but really, that kid is in charge.
1: Dude, my fucking, like, the first night I was here, I grabbed, see that blanket on the bed? It yeah. was on the couch, and I needed a blanket, so I grabbed it, and my dad walks in at six in the morning he's like where the fuck is my blanket and i'm like <laughs> and i'm like curled up in a ball sleeping in it and he's like bitch i use that when i watch the morning news like and he snatched it from me and he's like <laughs> he's like he's like you're here for two days and now everything's not in the right place you know
0: yeah yeah dude my mom i have that same thing when i go to my mom's house i go over there and i start driving her crazy yeah I can't stay at my mom's house for longer than a week because then we start, we start hating each other again.
1: Yeah. Sh- much, much props to, you know, the people that can do that, you know? Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Like I, there are people that are age that live with their parents and are intend to live with their parents for a while. And I honestly don't know how those fucking people do it. I don't, bro. I don't
1: know how to do it. And some people are actually do it smart too, where they have a job mm-hmm. and they're just, they're just saving up money. And yeah. it's like, that's really economical, but it is for my mental health. I, I could not, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Love, love, love. And most people love their parents to death, but they just should not be living with them. Yeah. And it never stops either. There was at one point that um, my grandparents had to move in with me and my mom and my brothers and sisters and all that. And, um, It was just like if I were to go stay at my mom's house for a month, bro, like them people like two weeks in were at each other's fucking throats. It was hilarious. I saw my grandpa tell his mom to shut the fuck up. I saw I saw him threaten to tape uh, uh, literally tape a turd to our bathroom light switch if somebody left it on again like to my mom who's a grown woman and i and i watched her be like motherfucker i pay bills bitch don't play with me i'm 38 years old you know
1: yeah how are you gonna yeah. tell me how to run my shit
0: yeah it just it never works it never works
1: yeah man life lessons that you learn but and that's
0: i mean that's why they say if you love something you gotta let it go
1: if it comes back it was meant to be is that how it goes
0: i think so yeah
1: some corny
0: but let's be real, I don't ever come back.
1: Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what the, is that I don't get what that's like. I get the metaphor, but I don't know what the like I know what the words are. But what is that a reference to? Is that an animal? I, I think like it's a,
0: I think it's like you're supposed like um like to truly love something. You have to like come to terms with the possibility that you might lose it.
1: I get that, like I get the meaning, but where does the metaphor come from? You know?
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Honestly, I don't have no idea.
1: It doesn't matter. It's fucking corny, but um, there's a reason cl- some cliches are cliches. It's because they're
0: true. Yeah, yeah. A yep. lot of them nuggets of truth. hmm <laughs> Little neglets of truth. <laughs> what did you say? A <laughs> little niglets of truth. Okay. Yeah, I, sure. I honestly can't wait to have kids so that I can call them nigglets and very other inappropriate things. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, what else? What what what
0: else? Oh, um shithead, you know, shithead's a good one. Shithead is just I don't mean, like it. That's too crime. easy. That's I mean, it is too lazy. You know, I do I do have to meet the kids first so then I get their personalities and then I could I can curtail it, you know, specifically. I am going to name them all stupid redneck shit. Like uh like bean dip. Yeah, and dirt and fourteen millimeter socket. <laughs> yeah. Carburetor.
1: This is this is my son. Um this is this is my son Tension uh, belt. Tension belt. <laughs> this is my this is my son fuse. It's
0: my son B six. <laughs> yeah. And there that, that's my daughter, uh four wheeler. So, yeah, four wheeler. <laughs> Love that, and this is my
1: and this is my this is my dog Chad.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's great. Well, do you want to do the uh, what is it called pseudo penis? We haven't come up with a name for it. We could just call it the PP. The PP. Yeah,
1: the PP. The PP. Okay, so I'm about to show my (laughs) PP. So yeah,
0: I love that. Show your PP.
1: Show it. Show it off. So. Mine is because I promised I would be prepared with one. Mine is anyone who bought the pay-per-view for Floyd Mayweather (laughs) versus Logan Paul. Okay, It, 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 it did a million buys. Listen, I was there in person and I got there for free. And mm. I want my money back.
2: I want my, <laughs> I, I want my
1: money back for the for the seltzer that I bought. Okay, if you had a party and you had friends over and you got pizza and wings and chips for that, and you spent money, even if you didn't spend money, if you illegally streamed, but if, especially if you're one of those million people that bought it,
0: you know, you know how are much my, it was.
1: Let me look. I I don't know. What What would you guess?
0: Um, I, my guess is $149.99.
1: For the pay per view? No way. Yeah.
0: Let's, That's my guess. Because aren't normal pay per views usually like 80 bucks?
1: They're like 50 to 80.
0: Okay. See, I feel like they probably would have charged double for this. Why? Because they can. Oh.
1: So it was no. Okay. So this makes sense why it did, it makes more sense why it did a million pies, right? Because I said, pay-per-views are usually 50 to 80 and they went on the small end of the scale. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, I'm so honestly surprised by how cheap that is because Lord knows both of them niggas was doing that for money.
1: Yeah. So, so 50 times a million, they did at the the revenue just off pay-per-view because remember there's many more streams of revenue for a sport property, but just, but just off the purchasing of the pay-per-view it did 50 million dollars do you know how
0: much they made by any chance
1: no they don't release it but Mm. floyd has a history of claiming to make more than what he made like for the mcgregor fight he said he made like 500 million but i think he made like he made a shit ton like 100 200 million but Uh. he always inflates it um, but th- make no mistake, they cut they split the pot 80 20 for Floyd, so Floyd got 80 percent. Um, but they both walked away. I was better, say, they both walked away with more than 10 million, I would say. Mm. So, um, wow. Jesus yeah. Christ, yeah, um, to I'm pretend to, to
0: fight each other.
1: And here's another thing another reason why you're a pseudo penis if you bought it, there was so many connection issues and lag issues. That they people had to start giving out refunds because oh. they weren't able to see the fight that they purchased. Wow, yeah. So you're a pseudo penis if you saw that.
0: That's hilarious. I mean, who? Why is anyone not illegally streaming the shit? I just don't understand what headspace you got to be in to not stream that for free when it's so easy.
1: Boomers, I don't know well, but but you're boomers probably boomers. Right. Boomers, yeah, be interested in this. I don't know. Do I boomers know. like Mayweather? maybe they like mayweather and maybe boomers have kids that are into paul but yeah but um i don't think so i i don't i it's so hard to say it's so hard to say crazy
0: i'm sure some people were just fans of both and wanted to support maybe i don't know i don't know yeah they should have charged 80 though they could they probably still would have got the million views yeah But then they would
1: would have to refund even more money
0: true true God, man. It's it's sometimes crazy seeing how some people have figured out, have just like cracked the code and just making so much money.
1: Yeah, and Cody made a good point like Floyd can't read. Right? He can't. He's, a, he's illiterate. <laughs> so, this guy with like a seemingly useless skill set, right? Yeah. Well, doesn't, him or his family doesn't have to work for the rest of their lives
2: mm-hmm. because
1: he found a skill that was profitable. But if you mean, like, productive, his he, he has no skill set, right? Yeah. But, but is it profitable? Hell yes, it is.
0: Yeah, de- definitely profitable.
1: Yeah, so it's, like, only in America. I remember, like, I was laughing, like, America's so retarded, like, something like this would only happen. It's, like, mm. our freak show, like yeah. in Russia, they do 500 pound men versus women. And, <laughs> and and this is our version where we do YouTuber versus professional boxer. But it's like there's so much money because it's in America. There's so much more money mm-hmm. in the promotion of it that it's it's supposed supposed to be high production value. Yeah. And they fucking got the stadium where the Dolphins play. It was crazy. It was, and It's going to be something that's studied for a long time. Of, you like, know how weird people what weird shit people are into right now.
0: You know, I gotta say, Lord, I see what you've done for others, <laughs> and I would <laughs> like it done for me, please. And thank you. Yeah. Because, dude, I mean, shit, I'll pretend to fight somebody for ten million dollars.
2: <laughs> dude,
0: I'll get knocked out by like Francis Ngannou. Honestly, million. he can kick, he can fuck me up.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll just stand there with my eyes closed, and I'll let him knock me out and give me fucking give me one million, damn it, yeah. you know. But uh, Oh man, who, that's great. Who's your pseudo penis? Who's your pee?
0: So my pseudo penis this week is Kamala Harris. <laughs> mm. Did you? Uh, I I was just about to ask. Did you see? But I know you probably didn't see. Uh, no, no, no,
1: no. I, I, is it like? Is it the meme where she's like, "Don't come."
0: Yeah, do not come.
1: And Donald Trump's like, "I'm gonna come." <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> that was funny. But uh, no, that was just so like. First of all, the way she's so soft, but she said, "Do not come. Don't come." <laughs> don't do it don't yeah. come. yeah no, no come and it's just and the reason she's my pseudo is because she ran with the president that was one of his main things was supposed to be we're letting everybody in We're everybody can come in because america has the resources and money to just fucking take on the entire south american population you know and now that they now that they can't handle it all of a sudden they switch it tunes and it's don't, don't come. come yeah don't come. yeah well don't y'all come. y'all fucked up in the first place because y'all told him to come so
1: yeah, and, and and pretty soon they're going to be like, we need to build a wall. We need to build a wall.
0: Yeah, she's going to be like, we have to. We have to build it.
1: We have to build a wall and we have to make we America great again. <laughs> she, just, she, just, she just steals everything Donald Trump Wouldn't says. that
0: be something if she ended up the president and saying exactly what Donald Trump said? That for would be something. Right,
2: I'm going to make it because I've made it.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Dan doesn't want it. I don't want it. So here's my point. Do you want me to make enough for you to have leftovers for lunch and stuff? Did yeah. You? All right. So do you want me to make a full batch and whatever you don't eat? You'll just eat it for lunch. Yeah. You? I've already made you a salad. Thank you. Ask Justin if his parents make him lunch. I love you. Ask Justin,
1: <laughs> if his mom Justin do your parents make you lunch?
0: No, my mom is white and from the north. She can't cook.
1: His mom is white, so she can't cook.
2: Well, I'm white and I don't really know how to cook that much, but I know how to cook a salad.
0: And
1: you know how to cook some white people's shit. No, <laughs> I don't. But the good kind. The good kind. No, like, she's,
0: she's from the south, though, right? What's he saying? No, she's from Chicago. Oh, well, I thought she, I thought she was out there. Tell
2: Justin where you're moving to the city where I live. No, he knows. Yeah. <laughs> He's going back to where I was born.
0: I know. It's so cool.
2: Who would have thought I 60 know, years later, 50 years later? I'm my changing
0: kid, my <laughs> pseudo penis to me. What? You're, you're saying- <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dean,
2: this is disgusting. And I'm very disappointed that you lost that container, Zach. You need to clean up this room as well.
1: Just end the episode.
2: Is this mine? Yeah, I didn't do it my pseudo penis. Oh, you have my headphones. Yeah. Oh,
0: sorry about that. She says, "She said Cop, let me Thank get that you. shit back.'" <laughs> no, this is this is great. This is the honestly the best episode we've ever had, yeah. yeah.
1: bro. I wish you would have just yeeted the headphones off me. Um,
0: um. Oh, oh come on. Uh, Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you know, I almost I almost feel a little bit bad for Joe Biden, just a little bit, because it's really funny how he's gotten himself in between a rock and a hard place with immigration, because, you know, the Republic for the Republicans, it's his open border policy is the reason we're having this issue for the Democrats. They're like, he's acting just like Trump and he hates Mexicans just like Trump. And no matter which direction he goes, he's going to piss off one of the other side. It's just so funny to me. I mean, I
1: don't feel bad. This is the job you signed up for. Yeah, don't
0: genuinely feel bad he like he knew but like it is it's just like damn there really ain't nothing he could do honestly at this point no no no
1: no no no, no. Hey. he can't he can't put his put his pants yeah. on one leg at a time right <laughs> you know
0: yeah i mean to be fair like immigration has been a, i mean it's been an issue that's been building for a very long time and ain't nobody gonna fix it in the presidency
1: no but it's still it's still so funny because it was such a point of emphasis seemingly out of nowhere. Yeah, right? Yeah. And then once Trump leaves, it's it, it, it's gone. And then now it's coming back. So, yeah.
0: And, and the attitude Kamala is catching every time a reporter asks her when she's going to the border, this bitch gets more and more mad about it, bro. She literally the last question, last time somebody asked her that, she said, I have already said I will be going to the border. OK, my focus is the root of the issue. Why are these people leaving their countries? That is my focus. OK, I will be at the border eventually
1: yeah and <laughs> so- she's just, she's just like i'm gonna march down there i'm just gonna march down there and be sassy and like i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna like n- we've never like i'm gonna figure it out you know
0: and i think it's hilarious too now that like because we can't get the immigration situation under control the solution is supposed to be let's go fix these countries because america fixing third world countries always works out right
1: yeah i think her her whole platform is like just send the cia (laughs) yeah like that's her plat that's her her policy yeah like internationally
0: yeah it's just hilarious i mean people are talking about we should be sending money to countries that are ruled by like dictators and communists and shit i'm like i don't think that's a good fucking idea
1: yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't put that forward first you know it's not it's kind of like plan (laughs) z you
0: know yeah yeah. So that whole thing has just been it's been it's been funny to me because they dug that grave themselves. They did by running on running that campaign, acting like immigration is purely an ethical thing and not like it's an actual it's an economical issue. thing. Yeah. Like it is. It's a logistic problem that yeah. we're not ready to we, we that we don't we're not ready to fix. But, you know, it was, oh, Trump wants to build the wall. And here we go. Maybe he should have built the wall. Shit. <laughs>
1: I would have had more fucking Mexican jobs. And, you know, I guarantee I you Mexicans would have made it.
0: You know, I don't know if it's true either, but I don't think they stopped board, the wall construction. I, I don't think, think so still, either, bro. Think there's, so
1: much, there's so much there's so much. It's such a big border that like I don't think they're going to get done for like 10 years. Even I mean, if they it's stop. I
0: mean, it's so you can't even build a wall completely across the border. I mean, you got to cross rivers and lakes and mountains and people's houses and farms and shit like that's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: How are you going to do that? And and in some places, the border is like ambiguous. Like, mm-hmm. their people's mailing addresses are Mexico when they're might be technically in Texas.
0: Yeah. I tell you what, though, the, the cartel making sh- money off of that shit, bro. They're charging people $300 a head, 300 American dollars a head to take them to the border. <laughs> How really? many pesos that is? Yeah, bro. They're they making money off of that shit. And just this past month, I just saw a report that were over one hundred thousand, over one hundred and one thousand encounters at the border.
1: So those are just the people that that did get caught.
0: Yeah, those are the people that they encountered at the border. Yeah. So that's that's three hundred thousand dollars right there in the in the uh, cartel's pocket in the past month.
1: But dude, imagine the people that didn't get caught. Yeah. Yeah. There's more money.
0: We can't even we can't even imagine.
1: Oh, that's great, man.
0: It's crazy. You know, and I, one thing I, I do wish liberals would uh, uh, admit the fact that America is pretty great. And that's why I, all these people want to fucking come here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, going to go back, you know, to tie it all back into everybody acting like America is worse than it's ever been. Is it bitch? Because these people want in. Okay. Dude, and I don't think I it's don't, because hell on earth.
1: I don't know if I told, if I said this last week, but my Uber driver when I was up in Chicago was Mexican. And he said, all like everyone I know from my town is moving up here. And everyone I like a lot of white people I know from up here are moving to that Mexican town. Like they're just trading places.
0: Great. What the fuck do they think Mexico got that we're lacking here? Genuinely. Besides cartel rule.
1: Better food. I don't know
0: that. Yeah, probably, probably. I mean, you could just move to Texas.
1: Yeah. Better (laughs) Mexican food, but not better Chinese food, better Italian food, you know, Uh,
0: no, Also, I love what Americans really need to quit deciding that we're tired of trying to fix our country and going to other people's countries and fucking it up. Like, quit bringing your bullshit over there. They don't want it.
1: Yeah, I'm also looking forward to like Kamala and Joe having to say that Venezuela is bad. And like, that's the, the the that's the conclusion of their investigation yeah. that that Venezuela is a bad place. And, and they're going to get grilled so hard for not saying that America is worse than Venezuela. It's going to be <laughs> hilarious.
0: Yeah. Isn't Venezuela the one that's got like a communist regime right now?
1: She, yes.
0: OK, yeah, I didn't want I didn't want to because, you know, I'm not too I don't pay too much attention to foreign politics. I'm more interested in the United States. And that's frankly enough. <laughs> to try to figure out. But yeah, I think Venezuela uh, is one of the countries she visited on her little trip. Yep. Girl, she went to Venezuela and said, I know, I know that your communist government isn't giving you food, but don't come. Yeah. (laughs) Don't come. Don't,
1: don't, don't be a, don't be a sore loser. Yeah, I
0: know, I know they'll blow your head off for publishing the wrong thing in your magazine, but don't
1: come. (laughs) Yeah, and I know, yeah and i know in america you can literally say whatever you want and there are no repercussions ever but don't come
0: yeah <laughs>
1: and i know you have basic rights that are given to you divinely upon your birth but but don't come <laughs> and I, and i know you have the possibility of taking your family that has been generations and generations in poverty and and lifting them up and and sending money back in order to grow your family's port wealth but don't
0: come don't come
1: we don't want you
0: (laughs) that shit is so funny i mean we frankly we don't we don't have the space right now for more immigrants we 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 don't we have a number of immigrants right now that we just haven't figured out what to do with them so we need to figure that out first
1: yeah for sure
0: but the democratic presidency is not the one to be saying that because y'all put y'all's foot in y'all's mouth to begin with (laughs) turns out it's not so easy joe is it This cat. Oh, I
1: love her. I love her so much.
0: Yeah, I I haven't played with her for the two hours we've been recording and she's getting antsy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, dude, I miss him. I miss him so much. Well, all
0: righty. I think that is an episode. Anything else? Anything from you?
1: No, I'm Ash,
0: And I'm Nose. Thank you guys for watching.